Uh, On a star, but I don't know. Welcome to the Now or Never podcast. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You're doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, My name's (laughs) Kike. We got Bobby. Yo. We got Sam. What's good? We got Angel. What's up? Uh, Be honest with uh, you guys. Yeah, I was playing... (laughs) 2K since last week, so we're kind of winging this shit right now. I don't got no notes written down or nothing, so we're going to go through this. It's going to be a long one. This is our NFL episode. Season just started. Um, we're going to start off with some stories about our favorite NFL experiences, but first we had a, we had a giveaway announcement that we got to do. Uh, I honestly forgot I was doing this shit until like five minutes before, so I just put these names in here. Been shaking it ever since. Um. I was actually thinking about calling the person like live on the air to tell them that they won, but I think I'm just not going to say anything to them and then just hope that they don't listen so I don't have to give them the money. Uh... <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shake this up one last time. Make sure I got a good – y'all can hear it. That's stereo? Yeah, I yeah. think so, man. Yeah, I have to put it in this bowl, bro. I literally wrote down all these names. Just right now. And the winner is Bobby uh, Dinero. No, it's my boy George. George. Fucking George. Jorge. Y'all see the name? Boy George. George Castillo. I don't know if you guys know him. Y'all remember that dude? He he was like in uh he was in band. He was my homie in high school. Even before that in middle school. Hey. That's our winner. Shout out to George. I fuck with him. He's always spreading positivity on social media. That's right. Uh, and he shared the podcast, so we fuck with George. Yeah, this is a George podcast. Um, congratulations! Yeah, congratulations, George. If you listen to this, hopefully you don't. Um, but I'll send you a hundred bucks. Uh, <laughs> moving off from that, we'll go to uh, story time. Uh, anybody want to start, or you want me to just take over here? Go ahead and take over. All right. Well, my favorite uh, sports experience was in 2018 i went to go see bears vikings and this was one of the this was a game that i went to like it it was a really important game as far as uh standings went you know it's a division rival uh the vikings looked like they were there were a lot of people's pick to win a division that year and that was the year that the bears had their best season one of my favorite bears teams i've ever watched was that 2018 bears team uh, with with Matt Nagy's first year, but you know I was I I can just remember walking up to the stadium and first of all I remember my dad was in town that that for that game and I actually bought us tickets so we could go watch it but I can just remember walking up to the stadium like like nervous like it was one of those games that was like it was just so important that like I felt it walking up to it like if I was just watching the game on TV I would have been hyped for it but I was gonna be at this game you get me. And yeah. uh, it was pretty cold that night. It was, it was under 30 degrees. The Bears did their thing. Like, they, they, they won the game 25 to 10. The, the Vikings, I think, had 17 points in the fourth quarter or something. Like, they, they made, like, a huge they, – they had a lot of points in garbage time. But the defense dominated. We had a couple of iconic uh, celebrations. You know, the Bears kind of started that trend of the team celebrations last year. Uh, that was one of those games where they did some, some cool ones. Um, but, yeah, that game was awesome, especially because, you know, 
I have to hear Sam all the time talking about how good the Vikings are and uh, going into that game. Uh, <laughs> it was one of those that, like, you know, that was Kirk Cousins' first year with the Vikings, so they had a lot of hype behind them, especially because they had that stacked defense and they made it to the NFC Championship game the year before. So it was awesome to see. It was kind of like a, a, a test to see where both of the teams were at because it was at that point, I think the Bears were like seven and three or something like that. And the Vikings were six. They were five, three, and one, if I remember correctly. I think they had a tie that year. But basically, this was a game to see who was going to be the lead in the division. And, uh, yeah, the Bears ended up taking it. It was an exciting game. The energy in that stadium was unreal. Like, you just felt it. Like, I've never seen a, the, the Soldier Field. And I've been to so many Bears games there at Soldier Field. That was the game that I went to that it was like, it just felt different in there. Like, I haven't felt energy like that from Bears fans. Like, every single one of them believing in that team was just an awesome experience overall. That's my favorite NFL experience. I'll pass it on to whoever has theirs ready. Well, I would say, you know, there's been, I think, countless moments, obviously, going for the going for the boy, you know, number 12. Um, but I think I had the most fun when I was actually in Foxborough and I got to see the game. That was pretty cool. I had never been anything a part of that. Uh, the tradition they had, the tailgating, you actually go. Everyone was really drunk. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, it's fun, right? <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. Um, and I guess they're kind of used to kind of we – went. To, I went to the Jets game. It was, I want to say, week 17. Either week 17 or week 16, I can't remember. Um, and they blew them out. So we went from, like, kind of pretty high seats to, like, the 50-yard line because everyone left. So we saw the end of the game, like, right there. And I'm like, damn, everyone just left. Yeah, I, I've, heard, I've heard that that stadium was a bitch to drive out of. So It's I about an hour away. No, not only that, but just uh, I think there's only, like, one way to get to the stadium or something like that. Yeah. So I've heard. So, like, I, I can understand why people would leave early. Like, you yeah. got to beat that traffic. <laughs> yeah. We took a train, so we had to wait regardless. Right. But, yeah, I thought that was, that was real fun. Was, this guy got in a fight with a Jets fan. They kicked the shit out of the Jets fan. They only kicked the Jets fan out. That was so funny. Yeah, good times. <laughs> yeah, he started it, man. He was there. The, yeah. How dare I, you I know what that's like, <laughs> I guess uh, I guess I'll go next, and then I'll pass Bobby the torch after. Favorite NFL game was Bears Packers because Lambeau Field was so nice. I hate to admit it as a Bears fan, but it was so damn cold, and I was so drunk. I I was actually kicking it with a lot of Packers fans. <laughs> the nicest people in the world, too. Nicest people in the world, man. Like you. You would think, like after going to a Bears, no, after after being at a Bears game and then going to Green Bay, Wisconsin to watch a game there, night and day. Yeah, it's night and day. But I mean, the Bears lost. Was new. Um, I mean, it it was a good game till the end. It came down to the end, really. Uh, They they threw a couple. Well, Mitch had a couple long drive, uh, long passes at the end of the game. I mean, they lost a. one damn uh, uh, lateral or one lateral. Yeah, one away. lateral away. Yeah. Yeah, I think but, that was uh, – that's always a fun uh, story I tell people, but I always like, you know, because we were supposed to go to the Cowboys game the week before. They, the, the Bears played the Cowboys on Thursday night. But I remember telling Angel, like, you know, if the if the Bears lose to the Cowboys, I don't want to be in that stadium. 
but if they beat the Cowboys, we could just go to Green Bay next week because the tickets around the same price. Because you know the Cowboys, Cowboys wherever they go, the tickets going to be expensive. They're one of the most valuable franchises in the world. But you know, in Chicago, obviously that ticket was very expensive and somehow even cheaper than Bears Packers. So I remember just telling Angel like we we might as well just wait to see how this game ends. You know, the Bears are still alive. They can beat the Cowboys and and go to Green Bay. If they can beat Green Bay, they're still in contention. So. We can go to that game instead. And it was an awesome experience, man. I, we were so drunk. Negative <laughs> four? <laughs> Negative four degrees? Uh, free hot chocolate? Yeah, man. It was crazy, oh, too. Man. That was crazy, too, because I've never seen – I've been to the one of the coldest – I think I was, like, at the fourth coldest Bears game in Soldier Field history, also Bears-Packers. Nothing was free in that bitch. Like, uh, we walk up to Green Bay, and they're giving out free hot chocolate. Like, we was uh, – and we but, had, like – we had like a, a bottle of tequila that we snuck in. Hot chocolate and tequila, I could tell you from experience, is not mixed. Oh. Not <laughs> that's sad, but that sounds but, good. Though. But that didn't stop us. Like, <laughs> nah, I it would have been. Look, if I look next time I go up there to Green Bay and I know it's gonna be a cold game, I'm sneaking some Bailey's in there, bro, because I know there's free hot chocolate. I'm not putting <laughs> that tequila was not good in that shit. <laughs> like that did not stop us at all. Oh, we were. I mean, we were already drunk, and by the time we started mixing it, like. Even drunk, we knew that that tasted horrible. <laughs> it was the worst shit ever. <laughs> Some Bailey's next time for sure. And there was a, there was a, there was a. Uh, it actually worked out perfect because there was literally a liquor store, like thirty minutes, not even that, like twenty minutes from the stadium, right off of the highway. Like so, we stopped there. We got a bottle real quick, and then our parking, we actually parked in someone's garage. Like we just drove around the, cause literally. Lambeau Field is in the middle of, like, just a neighborhood. Like, it's like a regular suburb with a big-ass stadium in the middle of it. Right next to it. Yeah, like, and we literally were driving around looking for parking because the parking around there is not that great. And I was told by a guy that I worked with that when he went to Green Bay, he just parked in someone's driveway. So, you know, we saw some bear signs on the road. We asked them where to park. They sent us more down, down the street. And we ended up finding this guy, and he literally parked us inside of his garage. Like, That's crazy. That was an awesome game, though, man. Shout out to Green Bay. They, they, they were so nice to us, man. Oh, man that was crazy. Hey, but you, you should post that video of me at the game on the, on the Now or Never Park page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, we're uh, <laughs> every Bears fan that we found, this man was jumping up. Uh, shoulder, shoulder, uh, what's that called? Shoulder bash, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. Yeah, jumping into each other's shoulders. He, he was trying to find every Bears fan possible. Is that Bears on three? Oh, one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I was having a good time, man. Yeah, that was a fun All game. Right. All right, dude. Honestly, I went to one football game my entire life, man. Honestly, it was, uh, it was a good, it was a good experience for me. I got like like a childhood experience. Uh, it was at Texas Stadium, the retired Texas Stadium, in uh, Irving, Texas. Irving or Irvine? I think it's Irving, Texas. Um. And uh, I, I got to see T.O. play. That's my all-time favorite football player. I got to see him play. I believe the quarterback at the time was uh, Drew Bledsoe for the Cowboys. Uh, we ended up winning. Um, but, I mean, obviously, the, the, the Redskins and the Cowboys, that's, like, probably the Cowboys' biggest rivalry. Can we still see the Redskins? Yeah. Well, the, then they were called the, the Redskins, obviously. <laughs> but, um Dude, it was it was a I had a blast, man. But like, I said, I, I really can't say that that was my favorite football moment, man. My my favorite football mo- moment was 
man, it had to have been the Cowboys and Packers game, the one where Des Bryant, he caught the ball, but they said it was incomplete. Like, dude, the, honestly, that game was so good. It, like, it had the ups, it had downs. Like, like, dude, as a Cowboys fan, I was sick to my stomach after the game, but, dude, it, it was a very emotional game, and that's why it's probably one of the greatest games of all time. Can I ask you, sir, what do you think about uh, uh, Tony Romo throwing a Hail Mary on fourth and one to, to Des at that, in that moment? Uh, it took it took balls, and you know what? It was a complete pass. <laughs> it took balls. Yeah, boxy. <laughs> it, it, hey, hey, it was a complete pass, but you know what? The refs. Uh, uh, if I'm gonna be honest with you, the second I saw it, based on you know I'm a Bears fan, so I saw Calvin Johnson when he did something similar to that. The second I saw that, I was like, "That's not a catch. They're gonna rule this incomplete." I know it wasn't right. I know the rule was stupid that they had at the time, but that when I as soon as I saw it, I was like, they're gonna call that incomplete. Like I knew it from the jump. And why and why that rules it was in place in the first place? I honestly don't know. I honestly do not know. Yeah, it's crazy because they I, I would have thought I think they did like alter it after the Calvin Johnson play, but the wording of it was still not enough for me to be like, Yeah, they're gonna overturn that. It was just ridiculous to me because I didn't even know the rule was even in place. Mm-hmm. That's why I like as a fan, I was so disappointed. Mike McCarthy, uh, I mean, he did his homework, obviously. He, he knew what was going on, and that's why he threw the challenge play. And, and, and that's why I think he's actually a, a slept-on coach. I was surprised that Green Bay even got rid of him. Um, I'm, I'm excited to have him as a coach. We'll see what happens this year. Yeah, shout-out to the Cowboys, man. Um, what's it called? Ah right, well, this is our NFL episode, but uh, you know we still got to talk NBA, and uh, we're gonna go over new music. I guess I could just uh, just run through some stuff. Wait, wait, real wait, quick. wait, wait! Time out, time out, real quick. Early predictions: Who's gonna win? The, who's gonna be the Super Bowl matchup this year? Early predictions: We gotta, we know we gotta talk about that. Uh, Bears and uh, Chiefs. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, Bears and <laughs> the Bills. All right, I'm going to be a little bit more realistic. <laughs> I'm going to be a little bit more realistic. I'm going to say um, New Orleans and the Chiefs this year. They're going to go to the, the Super Bowl, and I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to win again. I feel like New Orleans this year is banking on Drew Brees to get hurt. Like, I think they want Jameis Winston to be their guy from here going forward. I think they just want – I think they want to move on from Drew Brees at this point. I don't know why they would. I don't know why they would because, you know what, I don't think so. Drew Brees is – That guy, Drew Brees, is is the most consistent quarterback. I'm telling you what I think. I think think if Drew Brees gets hurt and Jameis Winston comes in and plays solid, Drew Brees is done. What did you say? What did you say? He's the most consistent quarterback you've ever seen? Not as far as as wins. No, no, I'm not not as far as wins. Not as far as wins goes, but I'm just saying, like, throwing He had a couple seasons – Dude, Back there was the a day. couple seasons. There was a couple seasons where, was it like over five thousand yards uh, passing? Like, dude, that's, I remember that. I don't. I don't know if that's ever been done before. Besides him, honestly, oh, you, you know the, anybody? You got the NBA yeah, Brady has a couple. Like, obviously, obviously, Brady is the goat. I'm not. No, no, I'm no. Not, but he I'm had not, a couple seasons where he was like bad. Like, it wasn't like bad to his standard. Bad to like go like okay. top five. Okay, but time out. Time. But time out, real quick. Time out, real quick. They had the outlaw or the uh, what was it? What was the the scandal? With the they won the Super Bowl that year. I'm not talking about that year. I'm talking no, about no. But after what I'm that. saying is, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is the. I feel like the NFL was punishing them big time. They should. You, 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 well, you get a bounty gate. Obviously, you obviously, obviously, they did the same thing to uh, 
Well, yeah, I feel like they're doing the same thing to the Astros right now, to be honest. Which is nah, the Astros got a slap on the wrist. They didn't give anything. <laughs> Anyways, we can just move on from Shame there. on you, Astros. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Alright, uh, new music. I'll just go through some shit real quick because honestly, I didn't really listen to a lot of it. Uh, Demi Lovato and Marshmallow dropped a song about suicide. It's okay not to be okay. That's what the song is called. For that reason and that reason alone, this song is going to be number one for the next 30 weeks. Uh, NBA Youngboy dropped his album top. I'm really excited to listen to that. I listened to about the first four. It sounded pretty good. You guys can stop me if you want to talk about any of these, but I'm just trying to kind of trying to get through these. Um, Tay Tay made it. What? Tay Tay made it. Tay Tay made it. Is that a song on there or something? Nah, that's, that's the producer from, from Steel. What about it? The first, the number three and number four track, that's his beat. On, oh, is it? We went to the, yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, it says Tay Tay made the beat. Like, wait, wait, wait. What, what, what's starts. the song called? What's the song called? It's uh, crazy. I, I think one's called Right Right, right Foot Creek. Right Foot Creek. Right Foot Creek. Yeah, right yeah, the and third the song is oh. The Last Backyard. Yeah, those two are by Tay Tay. Right Foot what? Creek. Hey, shout out oh, to Tay Tay, man. Shit. Yeah, shout out to him, man. Damn. I don't know who that is, but apparently I went to school with him. Um, he probably graduated year year two, man. Like if you if you seen a picture of him, you'd be like, oh crap. Okay, NBA young boy. All right, I actually, Tay Tay. I think uh, I had driving school with him. I remember him. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Um, Ludacris and Chance the Rapper dropped the song. Uh, I didn't really like Ludacris's verse. I thought it was kind of corny. Uh, Chance kind of killed the the hook, but he didn't have a verse. It was just kind of the hook. So there's that. Uh, Ring featuring Young Thug, T.I. You know, uh, Bobby was listening to this right before. He thought it was hard. I I, I was a little disappointed. You know, it ain't it isn't a, a about the money or anything like that. I was about to say they ran it back. Yeah, they ran it back. It wasn't uh, it wasn't as good this time in my opinion. But Bobby had had a different. I like I like Ti. Um, I've always liked him. He he's got a good flow. He's got like a a good rapping voice. Like I don't know. I, I like it. I liked it. Um, I also like some of Young Thug songs. And uh, I'd probably say my my favorite Young Thug album was probably uh, Slam Season Three. Two. Which one was the one with the uh no barter six my favorite my favorite thug project. Oh shit, yeah, you're right. Barter six, of course. Dude, I almost <laughs> forgot. Oh my god, dude. That whole album was so fire, dude. Yeah, Barter Six is amazing. It's, it's uh that I think that's his best work, honestly. I'm gonna listen to that next next week. And I really like uh, and uh, the on the run EP that he had. I really like that nah, one. I didn't like that one. No, I love it. I think all of those tracks. Oh, because oh, Bobby hates Jay Smith. <laughs> oh, he's in there. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't say I hate him. Hey, sin? No, that song's hard. Sin. Hey, sin hey. with Jay and Smith. Uh, Climax with Black. Uh, Six Black. Yeah. Six Black. <laughs> also, uh, High with Elton John. That shit was hard, man. Like, <laughs> it was only four tracks. It was only four tracks, right? And they were all good. Hey, no, hey. it was more than four, wasn't it? Hey, 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 hey! Everybody, time out. Time out, real quick. Time out, real quick. Yeah, let no hug in between. I can't have music on this podcast. I gotta cut this oh. out. <laughs> hey, we could do ten. Hey, we could do ten seconds. I know that. I remember I that from Bill class. 
We can do 10 hey, seconds. Hey, no, nobody's getting in trouble. That shit is so hard. I don't know if that's true, but whatever. Hey, no, 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 We're not making money off of this shit anyway, so who cares? Yeah, they true. take it down, they take it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, wait, hold on, hold on. Red shit. I hate fishing grits. That shit hard, bro. That's <laughs> young, that young, young Thug is one of the greatest uh, rappers we've ever seen. That's my opinion, though. We don't Lil Wayne, hey, Lil Wayne Flow. Lil Wayne Flow. Baby Lil Wayne, baby Lil Wayne, for sure. I agree, Kiki, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> just the way you know, it, it, you know, I could talk about Young Thug forever, but we could we'll jump into our uh, our playlist. Uh, we have our we have two playlists. Link in the description. Our first one, first song that we're gonna name is gonna be our favorite of the day. That's the song that I define as the first song that you play when you get into your car. And our second playlist, our slept on track. This is a song that we feel may have been missed by the average music consumer. My favorite of the day is going to be uh, Purge by Boz off of the Milky Way album. I actually went to the, the uh, Milky Way tour. I took my cousin to that shit. Um, it was a pretty good experience. I really like this album differently because of because I was able to see it live. Um, but yeah, I really like this song specifically off of that one. And uh, my sleeper is going to be Better Days by Reason off of the There You Have It album. That That album to me is is awesome because I honestly didn't know who Reason was. And then TD, he signed a TD and he dropped that project. And uh, I actually saw him open for J-Rock. Um, it was actually when I first moved back to Chicago after being in Texas for a few months. And uh, I actually got him to sign that project. Like I walked up to the to the merch booth. Um, I think it was right after uh, J-Rock got off the stage. And I bought the album because they had the physical CD there at the merch booth so i i walked up bought the album he walked up while i was buying it and uh, i had a little conversation with him he actually signed the album for me and it's interesting because the album is actually the the physical copy of the album that i have is a different cover art than the the album that you see on spotify so i i thought that was interesting yeah it's original yeah yeah i guess uh i guess i'll go next yeah go ahead wait hold on hold on hey let me just say this reason went dummy on lambo truck Oh man, Lambo truck on pop shit with Schoolboy Q. He went hard on that, like, and he had that song. Um, might not make it. Might not make it was hard. Like that one was really good. Go ahead, Angel. All right. Uh, track of the week. Uh, it was getting a little breezy outside. Got a little cool cold front coming there, so you know, <laughs> you know, where we're going with this. Uh, suicide prevention. Uh, Mark. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, it's gonna be scared of love, Juice World. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude. Hey, this guy's gonna have Juice World on every single one of his tracks. Hey, hey, man. If you want the Juice World banger, it's right there. <laughs> All right, I'll check it out. Let's that go. was uh, that was the uh, the Stay High, right? Or no, So High sample with Khalifa. Hey, yeah. we need to, hey, yeah. we need to have a, a Juice World mix, uh, specifically created by Angel. That's what we want. Uh, we can make that. Together. We can make that happen. We yeah, we'll just do. We'll do an episode talking about our favorite artists at some point when uh, sports is over and shit. When we have a lot, a lot more time to do stuff. For sure. But yeah, uh, slept on. All right. Angel. Not soundtrack is uh, Brothers. He Lil Dirt by Lil uh, TJ. Um. Honestly, I barely started listening to this guy. I just found him. Uh, he's not that good, but this track's hard. And uh, <laughs> I a, lot from Chicago. a lot of people like Lil TJ. Actually, I've heard a lot about him. 
I haven't really listened to him though, honestly. So I'll, I'll definitely check this one out. Shout out to Dirk. Yo. Mm. All right, I'll go next. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to go with my go-to, uh, "Savior Road" by um, by Anderson Pack. It's on the Oxnard album. Uh, honestly, man, when I was in tech school, I th- that album got me through it, man. That, that album got me through it, through the grind, dude. Embrace the suck, man. It was, it was a. Uh, that, that was a good album, and, and that's that probably the, one of my favorite. Uh, was that the first one or the second one that he dropped? Uh, Anderson Pack. Okay, so it was after Malibu, so I think that was his third one. So wait, wait, because he dropped two like in the same year, right? The second one I, I remember I really liked. Uh, it Malibu, was the, one, the one that had Smokey Robinson on it. The one that had Smokey Robinson on it. He had a uh, Make It Better with Smokey Robinson. That's okay. Not- that 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 was Ventura. Yeah, that was the, the second album that he dropped in that same year. Yeah, yeah Ventura, because he had uh, Smokey Robinson and Andre Three Thousand on there. Uh, Ventura was definitely more like old school R and B. Um, I Anderson Pack is an interesting artist. I always um, thought, I, yeah, I think it's interesting because when I first started listening to Anderson Pack, it was off of Features, and I always felt like. I didn't think he could turn that into project. Like, I felt like he was great on hooks, but I didn't think, like, like I told you earlier, like I told you about that uh, Big Sean track on Detroit 2 that he had, where like he started off the track and he killed it, but he didn't have any other verse on the track. Like, it was just that. Or what about the one with Damo Genesis? You know what I'm talking about? I think I do. I'm having trouble thinking of the name, though. I'm actually picturing the song in my head. I think it's called, I think it's called, uh, lighter or something like that on well screen. he was on um what else was he on he was on the dr dre album the compton album a lot he was on uh mac miller divine feminine and and you know what uh i feel like i feel oh if we're speaking about mac miller too i mean i feel like uh the reason why i like uh anderson pack is he's got a little bit of uh mac miller in him dude and that's what that's what i liked about him uh, it's a very similar, uh, very similar. Uh, I like I like the singing dudes that have, uh, uh, that have bars. Yeah, like bars, basically. Like that's why, I, like Frank Ocean is one of my favorite artists. Like, cause he could sing, but he has bars in his music. Like he's a talented writer. Like, yeah, yep. Um, yeah, the Frank Ocean, uh, the Blonde album, it was phenomenal. Um, yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Channel Orange. And then I can't remember the mixtape that came before um, Channel Orange. That was a good one, too. Damn, I had the car on it, right? What's that yep. one? Is that Nostalgia? Nostalgia oh. Ultra. Okay. All right. Yeah, it was that song. Uh, that song, it was called Dapper. Uh, it was with but, Anderson uh, Pack and Donald Je- Genesis. It was, it, was, it was catchy. It had everything um, to me. I like he that. had that collab like album with somebody, right? Like the no, was it no worries or something like oh, that? Oh, with, with knowledge, yeah, uh, yeah, it was called No Worries, NX Worries, dude. That shit was so hard, dude. Like every single song on there was hard, um, but I like soul. I like soul R and B music, and um, yeah, that's, like that's, that's why I like Anderson Pack because some of his shit he just gets like really passionate in. Yeah. I think that shit's dope. But say like, you know, you have those artists like they they be like getting really into it, their voice starts cracking and shit like that. I think that shit's so hard. Like and Anderson yeah. Pack is definitely one of those guys. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean I could talk about Anderson Pack forever, man. Um, but uh my second uh my sleeper track. Here, let me see where is it at. Cause I, I put it 
put I put all my sleeper tracks on a playlist. Okay, it's a uh, Hood Rich Pablo One. It's a uh, We Don't Love Him. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to say something. Oh, I don't y'all fuck with that track, dude. It's hard, right? I actually I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I know the track. I don't know. I hey, shout out to Ryan, man. He he. Uh, as soon as you he hear it, on. you're gonna be like, "Oh, it's that song." Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking too. So, hundred uh, percent, definitely give it a listen. Okay, I go. The money yeah. go where I go. Smoke. It. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> go ahead, sir. Uh, it's that twenty-four featuring Baby. Uh, I'm gonna say that's the one that comes into when I get my car and sent it suicide. Wait, wait, who's that by? Uh, 24 featuring a uh, baby. But who's whose song is it? 24. I'm not even gonna lie to you, I don't even know whose song it is. I just know baby comes out, baby comes tough. Uh, it's money, man. Lil, Lil Baby money or Dub Baby? Lil Baby. Oh, Money Man. Oh, Money Man dropped an album, didn't he? All right, man. Yeah. And then the talk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, sir. And we're gonna go with suicidal remix of featuring Juice uh, for the second track. You know, I got, I gotta go with Indo. You go follow up Angel on this one. Oh, no, one time for the one time. Hey, someone had to get that one in there eventually. <laughs> Angel was gonna do it next week, man. Peter was the I wouldn't doubt it, man. There's a juice roll every, a juice roll track every week. I mean, every every occasion. What do you got? You guys want to get into NBA or NFL talk first? Uh, let's get into the NFL talk first. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, there's a lot of NFL. Um, we can just go over the matchups from this week, and then uh, we can discuss each team. Um, individually based off of those. Let me actually uh, pull those up. Yeah, I have a little bit written down for this, but not not too much, to be honest. Um, I'm just going to go from what I see here on the uh, – what Google pulls up. I'm going to go in order. I did not watch Texas and Chiefs last night, so I'll just – you know, I'll open the floor to you guys. They opened the season yesterday on Thursday. Um. I missed it. I heard the running back for the Chiefs, the rookie that they drafted, went off. I've been hearing a lot of good things about him, so wasn't really a surprise to hear that. But um, what did you guys think of the game? Because, yeah, like I said, I didn't really watch it. So, uh, Patty Mahomes, he proved again that he's the best quarterback in the league. Um, I see a lot of Aaron Rodgers in him, but he has his own. He has his own type of game, though. That's a that's a thing. Um, yeah, it was a good game from what from what I saw off the highlights. I saw a meme that said uh, the Texans when they're down 31 to 7 without uh DeAndre Hopkins. And it was uh was this like that Mexican dude that's just sitting down on the bench and shit and it's raining. Like he'd just be he'd be in different places. Verbal meme. How do y'all feel about that trade, by the way? I know that, that happened so long ago, but like <laughs> like like did they make the right move? Like obviously it's hard to come by a did decent quarterback see, in this league. Did you see what Buffalo traded for Stephon Diggs? No. They 
they traded a lot for Stephon Diggs. It wasn't shit compared to what they traded for DeAndre Hopkins. So And you can't compare DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, to and DeAndre Diggs. Hopkins is is on another level compared to other receivers in the league. So hey, Stephon Diggs, it don't it do not disrespect. No, DeAndre Hopkins I, is on another level, but Stephon Diggs I is pretty love, good too. I love Stephon Diggs, and this is coming from yeah. a Bears fan. Like But there's I levels. Love, yeah, there's just another the Hopkins oh, obviously. Yeah, there's tier there's tier one uh receivers and those guys are like DeAndre Hopkins. Those are like Hall of Fame uh, players. And then the tier two, we get into like the Pro Bowlers, all NFL. Yeah, guys. exactly. There you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Damn. But, um, so the trade was absolutely tragic. Uh, you can get running backs in the draft. Uh, then they kind of start off. Anyways, I don't really want to get into that. Uh, the game was good. The game was good in the beginning. And then the Chiefs kind of blew it open. So we kind of see that like they have, it happens a lot. You have to really blow the lead with the Chiefs when they start off slow. If not, you're going to get blown out. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah, pretty standard stuff. You really got to step on the Chiefs' throw. If they come out slow, you got to take advantage of that because they're going to get it together at some point. That's what I've seen from the Chiefs. So, the last time the Chiefs lost in the playoff game, right, was against New England. And if you notice, they, they held the lead the first half. They didn't give up a single point. And the second half, the Chiefs came in like, they came in hot. So, you got to hold, like, you got to hold that lead and you got to hope your defense can do a decent job of, like, getting a couple field goals for not touchdowns. Containing Bamba. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to stop them. It's just containing. Um, but, yeah, the running back, I got him on fantasy, so I was really happy. It was his first game. He did have a couple plays where he messed up. I mean, obviously, he's a rookie. And he did drop a couple balls. But, man, he's going to be an absolute stud. This guy is going to – in your fantasy, whoever watches, this guy could be a top three pick next year. He's already top six, seven pick this year. Next year, he might be two or one, honestly. Yeah, we also we also had no preseason. So and now, now Sam, who do you who do you when you compare this guy to somebody, who are you gonna compare him to? Are you talking about the running back or Patty Mahomes? Running back, the, running back, the running back. The running back, uh, CH. Um, okay, to be honest, it's not that he's gonna be like a Shaquan or like Zeke or any like that kind of like great back, like a CMC, but it's the fact that he plays with that great offense, that that great offensive line and Patty Mahomes fits. really can't stack the box. Yeah, he fits perfect, yeah. Like, so, that yeah, so he's going to be amazing in the future. Top two pick, top two, three pick next year. And honestly, at this point, I feel like with the with the way the league is going, running backs aren't very uh, – you can't really compare running backs to other guys because, for the most part, they play four or five years and then they just kind of bounce around after that. Um, yeah. Except Frank Gore and Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Okay, Adrian Those Peterson. 20 years. Fucking lines now, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> Who would have thought? What kind of world are we living in? It is, really is 2020. Yeah, oh. Anybody else watch the game last night? I mean, Cowboys. No, nah, I didn't watch it either. But uh, we were, I already knew how that one was going to go. Wasn't really interested <laughs> in it. It was the Mitch boy. But, yeah, the, te- the, the freaking Texans look a little lost at our Hopkins. Uh, Bobby brought that up. That's forever going to be referred to as the Mitch Trubisky Bowl because uh, – yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Um, you could have had Deshaun. <laughs> you could have had both of them, bro. Have both of them. No, we don't talk about that. That's all we got on that game. Uh, we'll move on. I'll just kind of go through the matchups as I see them. Um, the New York Jets versus the Buffalo Bills. We got two young, promising quarterbacks. Uh, most are predicting the Bills to win that division in the landslide while having the Jets at the bottom. Um, what do you guys think about these two teams, the matchup? Obviously, I'd like Sam Darnold to pull it out because I'm a closeted Jet fan. But um, now nah, that hey, 
Hey man, Josh Allen's gonna bring it out, pull it out, man. He's gonna pull it out for the uh, for the Bills. I like Josh Allen, man. I think that guy has a cannon. I think he's special. I think now that they, you know, they had a stacked defense to begin with. Now that they uh, they added Stephon Diggs to that offense, I think that adds a, a big element. I think they drafted a running back as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they got Zach Moss. He's gonna be good with them yeah. too. Him and Singletary, one two yeah. back. Oh, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be exciting to watch them, especially with the Patriots. Uh, Losing. Yeah, taking a year off. <laughs> yeah, they they lost some they lost some quarterback that you know he's supposed to be really good, but yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, so I think uh, obviously I got the Bills winning the division, so I think this is I think they probably win by like fourteen or something. They run the ball so well. Josh Allen has a new toy to play with. Uh, I think they never gave him enough credit. Two of his I think two of his four losses or two of his five losses last year came to New England, which is unfortunate because they had a good defense. It was a good secondary. So yeah, I got I got Bills by double digits. Okay. Yeah, that's a lock. No, they're gonna win. They're gonna win. They're gonna win. Is that Sam's lock of the week? Bet the spread. They're gonna win. That's the that's the line. Don't don't take that. Don't take the double. All right, define define double digits. You you want you talking about field going and touchdown? You talking about two touchdowns? What's the spread? The spread six. The spread six points. First of all, the spread six points. But now I think they're gonna win, and I think they are gonna cover the six. That's the odds. Leave it. Fair. Yeah, I love that gambling is legal now. I could just open this app. I haven't bet shit yet because I'm scared. But um, get away from it, man. Six and a half. The line is actually six and a half right now. Yeah. Okay. So Sam, uh, lock to to win by double digits. No, no, no. I'll give you the lock right now. I'll give you the lock (laughs) of the week. Lock of the week's coming. Lock of the week's coming. I promise you. Um, let me see what pulls up next on this one. Um. Packers Vikings. Oh, I think I have something written down here. Yeah, all right. Um, the Packers are realistically and probably going to win the NFC North, while the Vikings are not much better uh, than, if not equal to, you know what the Bears have. So I mean, I think those two teams will probably be fighting for second in that wild card spot. Um, I know Sam always loves the Vikings, so I feel like I'm going to hand this off to him. I don't really have much written down for this. You know, it's my division. Uh, I actually really, I for some, because I used to use the Vikings back in the day in Madden, so I kind of fell in love with them. They're the only team I would use outside of New England. So, but I think they did get better in pass rush. They signed uh, their pass rush from Jacksonville. So I do think yeah, they got a little better. Did, right? and, uh, what's his name? Um, he has a weird name, right? Yeah, he does. It's like it starts with a Y last name. Um, but. Uh, they do they do lose Diggs, but they did sign Jefferson's uh, from Minnesota. If I'm not mistaken. I, mean, I, I forget. No, no, no. Jefferson's from LSU. I don't even remember. Yeah, he went to he went to LSU. Yeah. He, he okay. Went. Yeah. So um, I think they're gonna have a good season, but I do think the Packers come out swinging. Um, unless they get to Aaron Rodgers uh, often, then uh, probably Green Bay is gonna take it. They have a good run ring, you know. And yeah, the Packers and do think, what they do. And I think the Vikings think Stephon Diggs is gonna be a bigger loss than we think it is. Um, I know they replaced him with the – they drafted a receiver in the first round in Justin Jefferson, but I, I I just don't think Kirk Cousins is that good. I've never been a Kirk Cousins guy, if I'm going to be honest with you. I know Sam knows that about me. Um, 100%. But yeah, I, I just don't have much faith in Kirk Cousins, if I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm the guy who has faith in Mitch for some reason. So uh, <laughs> and that should tell you a lot about, about uh, how I view <laughs> Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> you got breaking news, Bobby? Yeah, dude. Oh, shit. 
Kirk Cousins just got traded to the Bears. Oh, no. Trubisky. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that's, pretty, that's a pretty even trade. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, wait. Oh, my God. I think that so, is a good trade. That yeah, is a good trade. I think so, man. I know Sam's going to disagree with that, but I don't think Kirk Cousins is much better than Mish. Like, and I'm, gonna, I'm, a Michigan, hey, I'm a Michigan State fan, dude, and I, I don't like Kirk Cousins' game that much. He's a poor man's Tony Romo in my book. Uh, but anybody else have any thoughts on this matchup? I, I think the Packers are going to win the North. I'll just throw that out there while we're talking about them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I don't know about that one. Uh, you got the North, Bears, Angel? Of course I got the Bears every year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not being biased here, but I think it's going to be pretty close. Except, uh, you know, the Lions, of course. But uh, <laughs> I, think, I think they're all going to be like one game apart. It's just funny because the Lions have the second best quarterback in that division. Like, yeah, yeah, second best right behind yeah. Trubisky. <laughs> just fractions the behind. Straight disrespect. <laughs> the straight disrespect. Hey, y'all guys are y'all guys are just like Cowboys fans, man. I swear, y'all guys are no, just man, like Cowboys look, fans. Man, nah, man. Look, keep nah, 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 just nah. funny. No, nah, he knows he's capping. I like to make jokes, man. Like I, I have to have faith in. in hey, so do, hey, but so do Cowboys fans. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, no, but Cowboys but, fans are serious. No, but they're Cowboys like, fans are dead ass. Like when they, they're like, we their, going to the Super Bowl. Like every year, for the, they haven't. They have. They've won two playoff games in the past 24 years. But hey, every but, year they're going to the Super Bowl. Hey, but that's not fair because we had Jason Garrett for like 10 of those years. Oh that was your choice. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, it's not like we we ran the the uh, the damn team. You know what I mean? Hey, man, I forgot uh, Jason Garrett was on the field throwing those passes. He was. You didn't see him dying. Hey, 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 at one point, at some point, you got to stop clapping whenever your team throws an interception. Nah, man, check it out. So all Jason Garrett did was clap. And I bet, I bet if we did an over under on how many words he said on screen, it would be like five. Like, <laughs> I don't think I ever saw that man speak on the hey. sidelines. Like, oh man, honestly, he was a he was a gum chewer for sure. Yeah, the gum I'm, chewer. I'm, I'm right? think, I can't remember. I heard his man talk like outside of the media. I don't know if I've heard his outside voice. of the media or like him talking to the the, the shitty ass uh, pregame hype up speeches where he wouldn't even really say anything. Like, dude, I, I promise you, I promise you. Who who is the most strong minded person on the field? Whoever the most strong-minded person on the field was, that that was the guy that was running the team. Um, Jerry the Jones? Cowboys, no, no, on the field. On the field. <laughs> no, Jerry Jones would be on the field sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. He, he'd be throwing the passes too, obviously. He'd probably be better off. Um, <laughs> let's go. Uh, uh, let's, uh, we'll, we'll get back to the Cowboys in a second. We'll go into the, the same division uh, as the Packers and Vikings. Uh, we got Bears-Lions. Hmm. The Lions, the healthy Matt Stafford face my Bears, who announced last week that Mitchell Trubisky will be the opening day starter over Nick Foles. A lot of really, a lot of people really believe that this the Lions are a sleeper pick to look at, while having the Bears is a lock to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. I also think those people need to shut the fuck up because the wildest takeout ever here. Like, I, I've been hearing that a lot, man, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to be here. I'm going to receive all the Bears hate, and I'll respond to it. I'll opt out of this conversation otherwise. But uh, y'all want to send that that my way, and I'll, I'll deflect every uh, answer that you guys have for me as far as the Bears go. 
Yo, me go No, 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 no. Let Let Sam go last. Angel can go next, and I'll go second because Sam obviously he's he's a reasonable man when it comes to football. Go Bears. Yeah, of course. Like I, I know, I know. Here comes the shit talk from from Bobby and Sam, but. If anyone in here believes the fucking Lions are winning on Sunday, you're actually damn much. You can talk all the shit you want, but if anyone says Lions, I'm I'm leaving the podcast. I quit. Yeah, obviously, Go ahead, Bobby. When, obviously, when uh, you're playing in Ford Field, dude, you're gonna you're gonna have a little bit of a problem. Those uh, Detroit fans are yeah, right. They could, they could be pretty. Yeah, they could I, be pretty pretty bad. They're also not having that. fans. Um, but <laughs> I'm not, hey, I might have to go. I'm gonna have to go with the the Bears, man. Their their defense is too solid, man. All right, wait, wait. Khalil Mack is questionable. I'm gonna throw that out there. Nah, but he, yeah. he did practice. I think Robert Quinn was the one that I'm more worried about because he didn't practice the last. The well, last he's week. not. He's not under questionable, so he's either out or he's playing. Nah, he's probably playing, man. Uh, and Mack's gonna play. Mack's not gonna miss that shit. Hey, so who? Okay, so Sam, what do you got to say about that? Let me let me let me hear your, your about if he's uh, playing or about the matchup. No, just about not. The you about see, talked about some of the shit. Like yeah, some, no, 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 no. Like no. some of the okay. shit we were saying were just was just outlandish. Like <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So real quick, I do not think the Bears are a bad football team. I think they are a quarterback away from being in the playoffs and making potentially making a run. That being said, they do have Nick Foles, so I do hope. <laughs> The Lions win this game because I do want to see how far the Bears can make it. I feel like if the Bears go 0 and 2 or 0 and 3, they're going to pull the trigger and put in Foles. And yeah, I actually do. The and Bears. that's what I want to see because yeah. I don't believe in Trubisky. I never have. But I do believe the Bears are a good team. And Foles, I've seen what Foles has done. I've lost a lot of money on what Foles has done. This man can swing yeah. it. I think I was telling Angel last time that if, uh, if, if Trubisky comes out and starts 0 and 2, I think we play the Buccaneers week 3. So that's 0-3. Uh, that, yeah, so. uh, that Nick Foles and uh, Tom Brady Super Bowl rematch. Oh, so you think they bring him in for game three? <laughs> I think if we uh, go 0-2 the first two games, because the first two games are winnable. We got the Lions and we got yeah, the – Yeah, you're the favorite in that one. Let me see who the Bears are playing week two, because I know it's another it's another game that uh, we're uh, – the Giants. Okay. So Giants, you can easily go 2-0. Yeah, easily. Easily go 2-0. Go if Mitch fucks that up somehow, then we have Nick Foles playing by week three. Yeah, so there you go. So if you go 0-2, you should know. You should have Nick Foles playing. And that, so that's what I'm hoping for. And I would yeah, like to I, see, get that run back. I, I hope so. Like, what, if they go, what if they go 0-0-2? Damn, bro. Like, that's like... <laughs> wait, wait. What did she say? Oh, oh like two ties? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did we start him? Did we cut him? We start him? Oh, we cut him? God damn, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I'm rooting... I'm a Bears fan, so I'm rooting for Mitch. Like, I, I want Mitch to be great. I, I just – I think he catches it this time. Yeah, I – I know. I, I want Mitch to be great. I just I, – I, I have you to sound, have faith. You sound like a girlfriend <laughs> that knows his boyfriend cheats, but, like, I just want no, to – No, yeah, him. me and Mitch are definitely in a toxic oh, relationship. Like, you know, <laughs> I've just seen him do so many good things. Like, like I know he can change. Like, he I, like – he swore he was down for me. Like I picked him <laughs> generational. Look, look, this is the thing that needs to happen for the Bears. The Bears need to get rid. Find a way to find a better quarterback. And Mitch Trubisky, for his his best his best chances of becoming a great quarterback, 
is in New England with Bill Belichick. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Please yeah. kill me now if that happens. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. For real, for real, for real. Oh, nah, you don't like it. You don't like that move. No, I know. I, I hope. I know. I hope he has a great career in the X. X what is it called? The XFL. What is it called? Uh, what is it called? I hope he has yeah, a great career. You then, need man. to chill, man. Oh, this man, is the second pick man. in the draft. You know, put some yeah, respect man. on his name. Come on, man. <laughs> man. He, is not a, he is not an XFL quarterback. You know that. You and I. No, I, I, yeah, I think he. I think he'd start there. You no, he he'd kill it. Starting team. No, no, oh. he'd kill it. He'd kill it for sure. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I think he's a good he's a good guy. I also think that you know he sees, he never gets in trouble, right? He could be a backup quarterback. Then I see, I see. You know, if I'm Mitch, I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes got that big payday. You just saw Deshaun Watson got paid. These are two guys that got drafted after you, and this is also your last chance to prove yourself. So Mitch is gonna come out firing. Whether that's to his team or the other team is to be decided. But, <laughs> but he's firing. Yeah, he's going to come out giving it all he's got. And I'm, I'm excited to see what he's got, even if it is nothing. Because if it is nothing, that just means, you know, we got Nick Foles in the, in the, as our starting quarterback. Maybe we make the playoffs. And then next year we can start our, our, prog- our, like, our work on looking into the next guy. Because if Nick Mitch Foles is, could be the guy, though. No, nah, Nick, Foles, Nick Foles is a temporary solution, though. You have him for two, three years max. And that's, you, well, yeah, but that's what I mean. But yeah, I think you get a playoff team those yeah, two years. Yeah, and at that point, you, you got to – but in that period, you got to start looking for the next guy. Yeah, like to groom. Yeah, but like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You set the tempo that we're going to be a playoff team. We're going to compete against the Packers or Vikings for the NFC North. That's yeah, what I mean. He'd be a great transition guy Um, okay. before we get Aaron Rodgers. But can I, ju- can I just say this? Can I just say this? Yeah. Brian Hoyer is my favorite quarterback <laughs> Of all time in a Bears uniform. Oh man, he went like twelve and two that one year, man. Don't sleep. Yeah, on dude, it's so good, dude. So he was good. good. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Poor Brian Hoyer, man. Hey, that bald guy could just never catch a fucking break with the team. Hey, he, he Hey, I, I, if I look at this guy's record up, I guarantee you he's over five hundred. I guarantee you, but nobody wanted him because he was too damn short. He's still in the league, bro. Isn't he with San Francisco right now? No, he's in New England. He's the backup. Oh, he he's the backup behind Stidham. He's a third-string quarterback. What? That's crazy. Third yeah, it's, string. It's, it's Cam Stidham, uh, Brian. I still keep right, up. I don't with, care uh, about Stidham. I don't even know who Stidham is, bro. Honestly, he he played in uh, Auburn. This is his uh, second year. He Brian did play at Auburn, right? Damn, I was trying to figure out where this dude played at. He did play at Auburn. No, yeah. but can't, can't, what, how do you feel about Cam Newton? Um, I think he's going to be good, not be great. Good. I feel Playoffs? like New England's going to be okay, not horrible, not great. Playoffs? Probably probably like 8-8. Eight and eight. Eight and eight. Give or take a game. It's an extra playoff team this year too, right? So they might be one of those fighting at the end to get in. I think they I could be completely good. wrong, and they could absolutely suck, or they could go ten and six and win the division. So I'm never gonna bet them. against Cam Newton. But speaking yeah. of the <laughs> I think I have something written down. No. Oh. Oh, maybe I don't, man. Oh, okay. Fuck it. Oh, yes, I do. Okay, so All right. the Dolphins are playing the Patriots this week. Um, there are three certainties in life: that's 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 <laughs> taxes. And that Ryan Fitzpatrick will work his way into a starting QB spot in the NFL. Uh, the Dolphins drafted Tua. I don't know how to say his last name, uh, but he drafted him out of Alabama. Uh, he will sit. Fitzmagic will strike yet again. Um, the Patriots lost some guy named Tom Brady. I don't know if you guys ever Ooh. heard of him. Nah. Uh, but they replaced him with Cam Newton. A lot of uh, COVID-19 opt-outs for the Patriots, but 
I've been proven wrong by Belichick many times in the past. So, I mean, I feel like you can never bet against them. But if it was any season where you were going to bet against them. <laughs> <laughs> if it's any season. It was probably this year, man. But they are playing the Dolphins week one. Um, what do you guys think about that matchup? Honestly, it, it did look like their teams were kind of opposite directions. Miami looked like they went all in this season. <laughs> and then it looked like New England was like, yeah, we're going to take a season off. Yeah, that and being then said, the, the Dolphins suck, but I really like their head coach. I think they have one yeah, of the Flores, head coaches. Flores, yeah, dude, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, all that being said, New England did keep most of its secondary, which is what did keep them good. And I feel like uh, nothing wrong with Fitz Magic, but it's like hit or miss. So uh, <laughs> I probably would still go with New England to win game one of this game. But I, even then, I think it's going to be close. It's not going to be like the old 24 to 3 at halftime. <laughs> There's going to be a, a hell of a lot of turnovers. Hmm. You think so? But I think it can't, so. And Cam Newton's going to go off. I, I just feel it. I, I hope he does. I could too. be That's completely wrong, for. I could be completely wrong. The Duke is going to throw. The like, Patriots are still my pick to win like, that division. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Really? I, I, I really think that, like, I, I know a lot of people are picking the Bills as, like, a lock to win that division. But like I said, it's kind of hard to bet against Bill Belichick. I know they had a lot of opt-outs, but Cam Newton's on a redemption tour at this point. So I just okay. think the I think the Patriots – I think the Patriots can win that division, man. They're still my pick. Hot okay. take. What you think? 10-6, 9-7? Okay. 9-7, 10-6. Something like okay. that. You think that's enough to win the division? I think so. Okay. I think it's an interesting year. I think uh, – you never know what's going to happen. You didn't, We don't even know if we're making it out of the season, you know, so, like. I hope so. Uh, yeah, I hope so, too. But as far as the, the Patriots go, I think just with that division, it's never been the strongest. You know, the Jets and the Dolphins still kind of suck. So, I mean, and who knows? Maybe the Dolphins go on a two-game winning streak here against the Patriots and uh, Cam Newton throws a dud. But and then next week I'll I'll take back my my take, but <laughs> right now that was a, a hot take. Yeah, that's a hot take. As of right now, I think the Patriots are still gonna win that division. Okay. And the Angel, you good? You don't like Miami or New England? Oh, I got the pass, man. All the way. Uh, oh, okay. Go for it. Right. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I was, I was just looking. I was just looking at the Bears schedule. Why y'all? Why y'all went off? Respect. I think I'm just gonna go down. We got Thursday games. Huh? We got a Thursday game this year. The Bears? Yeah. We'll be right. They always put uh, – who are they playing Thursday? The Bucks. <laughs> oh, is that that game? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's week five then. Who are they playing week three and four? Uh, the Colts week four, four and then uh, the Falcons. The Colts and the Falcons. Yeah, so realistically, the Bears are, could, could win all of those games. Colts are tough. Yeah, the Colts, the Colts are always tough at the beginning of the season. I like Phillip Rivers. Um, I like the offensive line. Yeah, the offensive line is stacked. Jason Taylor is running back now. Oh, it should be good. Uh, I'm, just gonna, I'm honestly just going to go down the line of what I see that goes up, pops up on Google. Uh, the next matchup we have is the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington football team. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, NFC East, I think Bobby's our guy when it comes to that. Um. Yeah, you think the Eagles are putting up any fight? I've actually heard a lot of people say that the Redskins are a sleeper team that people. Whoa, should... whoa, 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 whoa! Cancel that! Cancel that! Whoa! We gotta the cut Washington, the whole podcast now. The Washington football team. The R words. 
the Washington, Washington football, football team. team. <laughs> just call them the Dubs. Dubs. Um, I don't know. I I if Alex Smith plays, I feel like Washington could do decent. I feel like the the NFC East is one of those um, divisions that anybody could win. You don't like Dwayne Haskins, huh? You don't like Dwayne Haskins. Uh, I just don't think he's ready yet. I'm not going to say I don't like him yet because, you know, a quarterback could be good in his third or fourth year. He could have one good year and that's it. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I like I like the Eagles in this matchup, though. Yeah, I think the Eagles – Carson Wentz is, uh, is an amazing quarterback. I just think they ha- he has nothing on offense to, to help him out. Um, he can't really – Sounds that great to it. I feel like they're running him into the ground like Andrew Luck, like at this point. Like he's he's, he's one of those guys that's just gonna. I feel like he's one of the, like because I I genuinely think this guy had a promising career ahead of him. They just have not put anything around him. I feel bad for the dude honestly. Like they signed Josh McCown again, just knowing that they're probably gonna need him. They put this dude on the practice squad. How old this man is? He's on the practice squad for the Eagles. This man's gonna be chilling in Texas, collecting a check every week. Yep. Like, like 7,000 or something dumb like that. Yeah. It's, it's even more than that. But, yeah, they, they drafted a quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Like, you know, they, they know this guy's probably going to get hurt, and they just have a bunch of backup plans ready. Um, but, yeah, man, I think the, the Eagles are pretty talented. Uh, I've heard Washington, like I said, people are talking about them as a sleeper. I'm trying to remember why they were telling me that. Um, and I can't figure it out for some reason. Chase Young? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, they were saying, like, they had some generational players on defense. Like, you know, they got Chase Young and Landon Collins. Um, it's about – they have that pass rush, which I don't know what his name is, uh, 91. But I got Eagles by 10. Uh, <laughs> the rest of their trash, honestly. Is that the lock uh, of the week? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not the lock of the week. Uh, the the, the – the, the spread sticks, and the Eagles usually tend to take care of the Redskins. And that's about it, honestly. I don't think the Redskins are any good. I don't, they might have gotten a little better. But. Sam, so if I bet if I bet that the, the Washington now, football team is going to win by more than six, how much money do I get? No, no, no. If you, if you take them, you get plus six. So that means that even if they, they lose could, by five, they you could still lose, win the bet. They could lose by five, and you still win. Yeah. Holy shit. So no, all in on Washington. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, it's legal over here, man. Send the money through. <laughs> hey, man, next game, man. Next game. I'm, I'm, hey, I, could look, be, hey, I could be y'all's bookie. Alshon is out this week, so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and go all in. Oh lord, all in. All in on the on the Washington. <laughs> did y'all? Did y'all Jackson playing? Think salty, but uh, yeah, it's clear. The kicker turn. Something. Right, What's the next uh, matchup, man? Yeah, next matchup on the list, we got Browns and Ravens. Uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, reigning league MVP. The Ravens were the best team in football last year. Meanwhile, the Browns were the biggest disappointment. Lamar Jackson is on a redemption tour, got knocked out early in the playoffs yet again. The Browns are coming out this year trying to prove people wrong after firing Freddie Kitchens, who was essentially a fan coaching the team. Um, you know, the, the, the Ravens, you can't say enough about the Ravens. They had a phenomenal year last year. The Browns, on the other hand, like, they have a lot of talent. And that's about all you can say about the Browns. 
Um, we'll see if they get it together this year. Any thoughts on this matchup or either of these two teams? I'm going to uh, go with the Browns on this one. Ooh. Honestly, I, I know. I they, know beat them, they beat them last I year a couple like, times, right? Did like, they beat them twice last year? Like, not once. Once. I just feel like with a great team like Baltimore, they're going to lose. They're going to find – they're going to lose one – one of these games, and I feel like uh, I feel like the Browns are going to pull it out. Um, who are they starting? Baker, uh, Sam. They're they're starting Baker in that case. Oh, yeah, no, starting Baker, starting Baker for sure, for yeah. sure, hundred percent. Okay, so they're starting Baker. Um, I feel like this is going to be one of the games that Baker is going to uh, is going to actually play good in. Um, I, I I got the Browns by uh, by one score. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three points. The Ravens, I feel like, have the most loaded team from, like, top to bottom. They have the reigning MVP. He's mad. They lost to the Titans in the first game in the playoffs. <laughs> he could have another MVP caliber uh, year. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, they're so stacked everywhere. I got, I got Ravens, man. 100%. I got Ravens by at least a touchdown. Hey, the only reason why I'm picking it is I think this is going to be the upset of the week. That's just oh, – yeah. yeah. And the Ravens do, do tend to come out slow. Like, I think they well, of course. Well, actually, they came out hot. They, that's when they dropped like 47 to Miami. Yeah. Well, I but think that's they... Miami. Come on. That's Miami. Miami was the worst team in the league last year. No, I'm just saying. Were they the last like undefeated team or was it like they lost a couple games early oh, no. and they went on a shoot? Last undefeated team, I want to say, was New England. They went 8 0. Mm. I don't know why I'm remembering. The, the Browns went like on a win streak last year, right? I mean, no. the Ravens. The Ravens. The Ravens. In the end of the year, yeah, they went on a win streak to end yeah, the season. I think they okay, won like eight yeah. straight. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, because that's what I was saying. Like, I think they started off a little bit slow, and then they just got on fire at the end. So. Oh yeah, they got on crazy fire. Um, so you think they're gonna shit on Odell? Uh, I like this. Not like this. AJ, you got any thoughts on this game? Wait, wait, wait. hold on, hold on, hold on. I think it's a close game, but I was waiting on that one the whole time. (laughs) Hey, let me let me talk about this one real quick. Hey. Sam, what do you think about uh, the whole Earl Thomas situation before the actual season starts? See, this is why this is part of the reason why I'm saying the Browns are going to win. Um, they're they're still stacked even in their secondary. Like their secondary has Marcus Peters. It has what's his fucking name? God damn, number forty four Harms Harms Humphreys. Yeah, and they still have another cornerback. They have a, probably the best trio of cornerbacks in the game. They have Chuck and their safety. They have another good safety. It's pretty young one. Like they have, they have a really good team. And I mean, Earl Thomas would have helped. Obviously, he was a pro bowler. Um, I don't think he's as good as he was the Legion. But even then, I don't. I don't think they need like a break, especially against the Browns, who now have that like the the run zone deep scheme they're gonna have from the Vikings uh, offensive coordinator. So they're gonna run it more than anything, anyways. They got some talented running backs over there, at Cleveland though. Yeah, they, they got Nick, Chubb and Nick, and, Chubb, uh, Nick Chubb's tough. And Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson's still there? No, they just signed Kareem Hunt, yeah. too, right? Yeah, so it's Hunt, Hunt and Chubb and, I guess, Duke Johnson, right? <laughs> yeah. If he's still there, I don't even know if he's still there, to be honest with you. I don't know either. I got so. Nick Chubb on my fantasy team, too. So, I probably shouldn't have said that, but, yeah, I do. So, I was kind of cool. So. I fuck with Nick Chubb. I do, too. Um, yeah. The next matchup, we're done with that. Um, we got Colts versus the Jaguars. Uh, the Colts always seem to start off hot and fall off towards the end. I think they were midway through the season. They were, like, number one in the in their division. Um, I personally think they upgraded our quarterback with Phillip Rivers. Some would say otherwise. Uh, I like I like that team that they have there. I think for Phillip Rivers, putting someone consistent there at the quarterback position, it kind of stabilizes them. Who knows what he has left in the tank, though. 
Um, as far as the Jag go, the Jags go, the only thing they got going for them is like Gardner Minshew, Minshew Mania, whose good qualities include uh, moxie and a great mustache. Um, <laughs> it was kind of trash, low key, but he's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, but yeah, I, I got the Colts winning this one easily. I don't think I think the Jaguars are in uh, rebuild mode at this point. So I 100% agree with you. Um, but I, I will say this: I, th- I feel like uh, Philip Rivers' his best years are probably behind him. Sadly, for sure, because they um, they never put a good team around Philip Rivers, and when they did, he was too young. Oh, I 100% agree with both of y'all. Uh, Jaguars are tanking you. Honestly, dude, I, I do feel like I kind of agree with you that he is low-key trash. It's kind of sad. But I feel like he's going to be a good backup for if they try to get Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you know, just a guy that's good locker room presence that can, you know, kind of yeah, run the system. I really like Minshew, man, but he is kind of trash. Like, there's not, And there's nothing wrong with being a backup quarterback in the NFL. You're still making hella money. No, nah, you know? man. There's a lot of guys that, man, look at fucking Chase Daniel. Like, this man yeah. makes so much money. He threw, like, five passes. Yeah, and with, with that guy from the Eagles, what's his name? Mr. Backup Quarterback ever? Uh, Josh McCown. Yeah, so, but I agree with you. I, uh, the Colts have an amazing offensive line, good defense. They're going to run the ball. They're going to pound it down their neck. And I think Philip Rivers has to be a good game manager. So, yeah, uh, Colts by, like, at least eight, nine. Yeah, same. Colts Colt by a touchdown, at least. Uh, unless Minshew has a, a, a big game. But uh, Jack Stuck, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, That's rebuild, boring football. Rebuild mode <laughs> for sure. Especially after they just got rid of Dude and sent him to the Vikings. I think that was the last piece that they they were going to get rid of before they uh, – Oh, yeah. Hey, I got a jump. question. Over. Yeah, what's crazy is I, I forgot Phillip Rivers went to the, the Colts. How many, but that's, hey, how many, that's how many years freaking, is it going to um, take – how many t- years is it going to take for Jacksonville to – they're going to move Jacksonville's team. Because every oh, – dude, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like they're, like, five years away always. They're, like, five years away from, from them actually moving locations. Because, dude. Well, they, they, team, they were, they could, and then they had that one good year, right? And then they, they, they always have, they always have like, one or two good years. And then they – That's Blake Bortles. Yeah, I agree with I agree with you, uh, Bobby. I think um, – I think the Jags are, are out of Jacksonville at some point, at least. Like, I don't, I, don't, I just can't see them. Yeah, we we got to hope and pray they go to San Antonio. That'd be interesting. San Antonio, I feel like most of them are Cowboys fans there, but I I don't know. Because I've heard you say that, that if San Antonio got a football team, you would embrace them. I just, don't know, I just don't know how much the city would, considering how, how passionate I've seen Cowboys fans in that city. Obviously, for someone like you who's like, You've never seen the Cowboys do shit in your life. is different. But there's a lot of guys that, like, you know, those are, old those are old heads, though. They yeah. actually saw Super Bowls. Yeah. I guess the, I, I could see that argument. So, I could see Look, every, every person from South Texas, every young person from South Texas, at least rooting for a San Antonio football team. Sammy? I think we do better than Jacksonville. I'll tell you that. Jacksonville has always open seats. Uh, San Antonio is seventh largest city in the United States. Eighth. I forgot which one it was. Uh, I think it'll do better. And Texas loves football. It's like, man, it's like it's culture. No, so I my, think... my question was, uh, Sam, if let's say San Antonio were to get a football team, would you adopt that team as your team? Uh, well, first we gotta we gotta you know uh, Brady still got a couple of years left in him. So, no, you know, so right, well, so, but, <laughs> no, but by that time, by this time, we're saying realistically, like Bobby said, five years away. Say in five years, Jacksonville moves to the Jaguars moves to San Antonio. 
Is that true? That actually would be the perfect scenario for me since I kind of just rooted for Brady his whole career. Right. I'd be like, you know what? I, I, I would actually fuck with that. Yeah, I'd be down. All right. So, so, so <laughs> yeah. So, Bobby's theory is proven there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was kind of the limit. I rooted there. for. Yeah. I rooted for Brady and then I went for San Antonio. I like that. I actually like yeah, that. Well, well, there's no way in hell you're going to be a Cowboys fan, right? So, <laughs> no. <laughs> I ain't never. I ain't never, ever. Yeah. I ain't never. <laughs> Next game. All right, next game we got uh, Raiders and Panthers. Raiders just moved that to Vegas. Tough. I can't. Um, I can't even tell. Yeah, the Raiders don't really have a lot going for them. The Panthers signed Teddy Bridgewater, and they still have Christian McCaffrey, and that's about it. Luke Kuechly retired, right? Did he play last yeah. season? Yeah, oh, was that the year before? Yeah, he, he played last season. So he retired after last season, then. So yeah, so Luke Kuechly's retired. They have Teddy Bridgewater and Christian McCaffrey. Um. DJ Moore is another guy they have on that offense. Monster. Robbie Monster. Anderson. Monster. Robbie oh, Anderson. yeah. He's he's pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, uh, so, just based off of this conversation, I think I'm taking the Panthers. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Who, <laughs> I, I really don't know who the Raiders have, honestly. Like, they still have Derek Carr. I don't think their receiving depth is that great. And the offensive line still solid. They have a good running back in uh, Josh Jacobs. Uh, yeah, they do. Defense is kind of They have water, tight end. They yeah. drafted rugs. They so. did draft rugs. Um, I got, I got a tie, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, is that your lock of the week? <laughs> I, I I love CMC. That guy's an absolute monster, and I got to do what he can. Dude, man, oh man, dude. that's what we call and him. That's what we call him here, Derry Sanders. Derry Sanders. And but I mean, <laughs> the Raiders actually have a good team. I don't know what it is, man. Like they, they have, well, they, they don't have the best defense, but they have a pretty like good offense. If you saw the pieces, like. They have a good offense. But anyways, I don't, I don't really know. Y'all pick. It's a tie for me. Lock, lock of the week. Tie game. Put don't, on don't pick that. Man. Don't bet on this game. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> I got the Panthers too, man. I think McCaffrey's just too much for the, the whole damn uh, Raiders defense. Yeah, the, wrong, the whole though. damn Raiders team. No, the whole team, bro. <laughs> All right. All right. I got, I, I got, I got, I got it for this one. Okay, guys. Um, Based off of me looking at uh, Raiders defense uh, with three uh, former Cowboys on that team, they're going to lose. They got Malik <laughs> Collins, Kyle Wilbur, and uh, Jeff Heath. It's I don't win. know why. I don't know how this dude's not in the XFL, but he's in the NFL. Did you see um, Jason Witten? No, 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 no. Wait, is Jason he Witten? Is, on he team is too? with the Raiders too. Yeah. Oh, he is. Shit. <laughs> okay. All right. So four. Um, I love the Cowboys, but I gotta say. Uh, they're they're making a Cowboys 2.0, and uh, I'm gonna have to say the Raiders are gonna lose this game by two scores. So I'm gonna say at least ten points. All right, moving on to the next matchup. That one's not that interesting. Uh, uh, Pardon the interruption. Pardon the interruption. It looks like the Celtics might be heading to the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh no, you're ahead of me. Motherfucker. <laughs> By oh, no. No. Oh. Oh, yeah. shit. Hey. Shout out to the Celtics. We'll bring that back up uh, yes. with NBA talk. But next next matchup we have is a uh, the Seahawks and the Falcons. Um, Seahawks are very good. You know, they still have the – I think Russell Wilson was the runner-up in MVP last season. Uh, they just traded for Jamal Adams to add to so that already pretty good defense. Um, the Falcons have a team of fantasy football names on offense with every starter being a former first-round pick. 
Um, what do you guys think of this matchup, uh, the Battle of Birds? I actually birds. got hella money on this game. <laughs> What's the parlay looking do you, like? Do you really? Okay. Well, this, this one, okay, I'll tell you, this is one of the parlays, and I took them straight up. It, I got it at minus one and a half Seattle. So they were predicted to win by one and a half points. So as long as they win by two or more. Um, I mean, uh, Seattle's always good every year. Um, Atlanta usually kind of comes in, like, not really that good. They usually come in, like, losing or just thinking they join up. Uh, they added to the secondary, and that's kind of what Atlanta does best. So uh, I think Atlanta's going to have a good game. They're going to run the ball. So I got a – I got a – I'm sorry, I got, I got Seattle. I think Seattle's going to come and run the ball. I'm pulling for uh, Seattle. I like Russell Wilson. Yeah, I think I got Seattle too. I like Seattle in this game. Um, but I don't think we can sleep on the Falcons just because, no. I said, man, they're – they they just got Todd Gurley in the offseason. You know, they're they're pretty loaded at receiver. They still have Matt Ryan. Their offensive line is solid. I think offensively they're really good. I think defensively they were a team that they had a young guys on there that just went you know, back when like when they were in the Super Bowl, they had just had a bunch of young guys who were really fast. I think they're kinda of coming into their own at this point, but we'll see how they put it together. The Falcons are an interesting team to watch, even though they they are one of those teams that always kind of look like that going into the season and never really turned that into anything uh, other than that one year where they blew that lead in the Super Bowl, 28-3 shots, all my Falcons fans. Um, but, yeah, I got the Seahawks in this game. Uh, next matchup we got uh, – did we talk about the Dolphins and the Patriots already? Yeah, we did, right? Uh, so we got the Chargers and the Bengals. It's just all over the place. All right, number one overall pick, Joe Burrow. Makes his debut against the Chargers, who also drafted a quarterback in the first round, Justin Herbert. Uh, he will sit in favor of Tyrod Taylor, who, like Fitzmagic, will just not go away. Um, both of these teams are are pretty mediocre. Both expected to be at the bottom of their division. Both had pretty high draft picks last year, were pretty bad. Um, I'm excited to see what Joe Burrow can do, man. And I, I think the Chargers have a solid team. They always kind of have a solid team, but. Um, I might take the Bengals in this game just because I think Joe Burrow is going to be a stud. Not a bad pick, but I'm gonna have to go with uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, the L.A. Chargers. No wait, 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 I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Hold on, one second, one second, one second. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the Chargers. I'm gonna have to go with the Chargers. Um, but I will say this about Joe Burrow's. Uh, I feel like. I feel like this guy is going to be pretty good. Um, I know there's a lot of hype around him, but he just looked – he took he looked too good in college. Um, I think his uh, ceiling uh, could be – it's hard to say what his ceiling could be, but his definitely his floor would be Matt Leiner. His ceiling, I'd, I'd probably say uh, – damn, I don't know. I guess I'm going to say uh, – Philip Philip Rivers, I guess, yeah, Philip Rivers. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be a bad thing. Uh, I mean, there was a guy uh, who used to play for the Bengals that I seen Joe Burrow compared to, and Carson Palmer. Okay, that might be one of those guys at his highest. You know, Joe Burrow. That's that's probably a ceiling that he has. I really like Joe Burrow though, man. He's he he seems like he's gonna be a great great quarterback in this league. Obviously, we didn't have a preseason, so we didn't get a preview of that. Uh, I'm excited to watch this game. I might actually tune into this one. Just to see him, see see what he can do out there. Okay, yeah, I got the Bengals too. 
But I think if Burrow was to win, well, he, he's obviously going to win some games his rookie year, but I think this is one he can uh, come out and prove himself a little bit. It's not too difficult for him. And uh, I think it'll just pump him up for the rest of the season. And shoot, the, the honestly, looking at their schedule right here. And the Bengals are probably, the Bengals are probably still going to suck this season, but I, I'm just excited to see. Even on shitty teams, those young quarterbacks are fun to watch, regardless. Kind of like Kyler Murray last year with the Cardinals. Like, yeah, well, well, a lot of people was, like watching him. Yeah, he had a, good, a lot of good games. A lot of fun games. Sam, you got some thoughts on this one? Still muted. No, the Bengals' schedule isn't too bad. Man. I think Burrow can oh. prove himself this year, if anything. They only got to six tough games. I mean, I don't know. If you, if you look at the Chargers' defense, I feel like it's meant to play against, like, anybody that passes the ball. They added, uh-huh. Chris, added uh, Chris Harris Jr., if I'm not mistaken. They still had Casey Hayward. Derwin James did get injured, but they have two great pass rushers as well. So I feel like it's going to be, like, a long day. Unless they just run it with Joe Mixon all day. But I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a tough matchup. Yeah, I, I, I it, this one's a hard one for me to pick. I just, you know, I'm gonna have faith in the young quarterback. I always do. I'm usually wrong, but if he's <laughs> if you're right though, yeah, if I'm right, imagine though. what imagine what he's gonna do against like a regular defense. Right, crazy. Let me let me ask you let me ask you this, Sam, because I, I'm not I'm not uh, I wasn't paying attention to any any moves the Chargers made this year. But how good is their linebacking core? The Chargers? Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit less than middle of the pack, honestly. It's mostly just a pass rush and then secondary. I like – I like. Um, oh, wait, I, they got that rookie, actually. Couldn't think of it uh, with the first-round pick. So maybe it got better. They, they did address that. Sorry about okay. that. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, maybe uh, Maybe Joe Mixon has a big day receiving. I think, I think they have a plan to uh, run Joe Mixon into the ground, to be honest. I think they got a couple running backs in – but uh, every time I've seen Joe Mixon, I feel like he looks he looks better as a receiving bat. You know what I mean? I maybe mean, that uh, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe that fits. Uh, if that is true, maybe that fits what what they're trying to do anyway with uh, Joe Burrow. Have a check down guy ready for him. Right. Um. But yeah, we'll move into the next matchup: uh, Cardinals versus Niners. Uh, Kyler Murray, who we just mentioned, Arizona's young quarterback. Everyone's picked to have a breakout season. They added DeAndre Hopkins, arguably the best receiver in the league via trade. And uh, the Niners are just a team that represented the NFC in the Super Bowl. Not a big deal or anything. But, uh, yeah, I feel like a lot, of, a lot of people are actually sleeping on the Niners this year. It's not a team that I heard mentioned a lot, considering that they just won the NFC. Blew out the championship game, too. <laughs> Crazy. I got Niners. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Uh, I think the yeah, Cardinals are going to be good say. this year. I think the Cardinals <laughs> going to be good this year, but I think the Niners are still stacked. Their, their defensive line is probably number one. Um, they have great linebackers. Secondary is a little sus, but they still have experience like Richard Sherman uh, and Church. I don't even know how to say his name. Um, and I think Jimmy is going to have a better year than he had last year. So That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Jimmy G is actually going to be a legitimate quarterback. I don't know if we have that answer yet. Well, I guess we'll find out. I mean, he don't he don't have to be, but uh, Niners. I got the Niners too. Something to prove after last season. I think uh, I think Jimmy G comes out a little hotter this year. 
I don't know something about losing and, and all the criticism he gets, man. I think I think he's gonna come out with some fire. All right, we uh then we could just move on from that one, right? Uh next matchup we got is uh the Buccaneers versus the Saints. Uh the Bucks got a new quarterback. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. Won a few championships with New England. I think he was pretty good out there for uh, a minute. Was he really? Yeah. And I think uh the, the Bucks quarterback from last year went to the Saints too. He was pretty good, right? Uh <laughs> 30 for 30 <laughs> what if I told you <laughs> but yeah um, I don't know man I'm one of those people that looks at the Buccaneers and I don't I just I don't see it working I think uh, Bruce Arians' offense involves a lot of passes down the field and I think that's what we've seen Tom Brady struggle with in the, in the past few years I, I think uh that offense is tailored to drop back a lot and, and you know, five-step drops, throw it deep. I think Tom Brady at this point, we saw him the last few years kind of just um, not want to get hit, you know, get the ball out of his hands as quickly as possible, stuff like that. And I think with the weapons that he has there, they don't really suit that kind of play style. But I'm not, I'm not the type of guy who wants to bet against Tom Brady. I just – I kind of see that, and, and it does concern me a little bit. Okay. I think that offense is insanely stacked with Chris Godwin. Mike Evans might not play, though. They have three great tight ends. I feel like they're going to do a mixture between what they did last year and this year. More tight ends and then just the two insane receivers. Their defense is also really good. They have great pass rushers. Jaquiel Barron left the league in uh, sacks last year. But New Orleans also has a really good defense. And obviously, they have Drew Brees, who came back healthy, who was got injured at the end of last season. So, yeah, and I also want to say, I, I think that kind of sounded like a shot at Tom Brady. I think it's more of a, I don't know if Bruce Arians can put a system in that works for Brady, but hopefully he does prove me wrong and Brady has a couple more years left in him. I just think, I, I think we've had 10 quarterbacks start a game, like 10 games total in the NFL where a quarterback over 43 years old started. And that's what we're seeing with Tom Brady this year. Like he's coming in as a 43 year old. I think it's going to work because he made it work with Carson Palmer in that AFC Championship game. NFC Championship game he had against Carolina. It did get blown out that game, but, I mean, they still made it nonetheless. So, I'm excited to see how it does. Uh, not being biased, but I got Tampa. No bias. No bias at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as my pick, because I know I didn't say that, um, I know – I feel like Tom Brady usually comes out a little bit slow at the beginning. That, you know, every year we hear that are the Patriots done. So I, I'm gonna pick the Saints in this one just because of that. I got the Saints too. They looked really good last year. They're gonna be That's good great. this year, and uh, I mean, it's Brady got a new system, new team. He's gonna come out slow, more than likely, but uh, it's gonna be a close game. I like the Saints too. I think I think they're just a good team on both sides of the ball. Um, they're, they 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 got my pick um, to go to the Super Bowl this year. Like I said earlier, interesting hot take. Well, who did they lose? Uh, forget Vikings. The Vikings. Oh, son of a bitch. yeah. All right, so I guess we'll move on from that. Unless Brady wants. To, I mean, uh, Sam wants to talk about Brady a little bit more. Nah, we're good. I mean, you'll see. I mean, the game's on Sunday, so I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully have a lot to talk next week. If he does great, and if not, then I'll be missing next week's podcast. 
So that's about it. <laughs> She's like a fair assessment. All right, so the next matchup, I'm going to pass this one off to uh, Bobby because the next match is going to be Cowboys and Rams. Uh-oh. Just, uh, I'm just going to hand it off to you just completely because I, I have no no uh, right. interest in either of these teams. I have no idea what's going on with either of them. So, so let me just say this about this game, this matchup. Um, if you're a Cowboys fan or a Rams fan, this is a very interesting game because you have two quarterbacks that uh, that shown uh, potential, very high potential, Jared Goff and Dak Prescott. Um this game is a game to prove for both of them. This has the potential to be a very high-scoring game, I think. Uh, I got the I got the Cowboys winning because I feel like their receivers are just better. Um, I like C.D. Lamb. I think he's got very high potential. Uh, Michael Gallup, you already seen last year that this is Dak Prescott's favorite target at some points. And then also Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott also have very good chemistry. Ezekiel Elliott could be – a wide out on many teams. Um, I, th- I, th- I find it very hard to believe the Cowboys lose this game. Um, I, think, I think it's uh, – I really like the weapons that the Cowboys have on offense. I like uh, Mike McCarthy. I'm interested to see what he does with those. Um, I have a lot of people – I've heard a lot of people say that they think the Cowboys are going to have the best record in the league this year. I think that's a little wild to say. But I can't I, say that too soon. I just can't. Yeah, it's kind of hard for me to say something like that. But I've had a lot of – I heard a lot of, like, you know, respected analysts, like, say it with confidence that they think the Cowboys are that team this year. First off, let me just say this. I don't – I'm not too familiar with our defensive coordinator. I feel like this is a very uh, uh, experimental team. Uh, Mike McCarthy, you know, this is his first year back, I believe, in a couple – since a couple years ago, right? Yeah, um, he was out of the league for a year, I believe. So okay, so one year he was out of the league. So he's got he's got to prove himself as uh, you know as a coach after them just firing Jason Gary, and then also we have a new defensive coordinator, and this is an entire new system. So uh, I mean, hopefully those guys on 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 defense for the Cowboys they they rally around him, and uh, you know they're they're open to criticism because let me just say the Cowboys defense was. Very, very bad last year. Um, very hard to watch for me. Actually, I, I tuned in to three games because once we lost to the Jets, I was like, dude, I'm done. I'm done until we get rid of Jason Garrett. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, I think it's actually kind of an even game, honestly. Uh, last year, the Cowboys beat the Rams. And the year before, the Rams took the Cowboys out of the playoffs. Uh, should be fun to watch. Sunday night football. And since I live in Texas, they're gonna, I got invited to a bunch of gardens to go. So I'm just debating where I want to go. Whoever has the best meat, that's what I'm trying to pull up. Whoever got the best beer. <laughs> should be fun to watch. Uh, I'm trying to have a good time, so go Cowboys, you know. It's happy when people are happy. <laughs> yeah. so I got the Cowboys winning, man. <laughs> cool, cool. All right. Uh... Is that the is that is that all we got for the Cowboys? We're gonna lose Angel, by the way. Just throwing that out there. No. Yeah, later, boys. I got work. I'm gonna all get right. seven hours of sleep. I'm lucky right now. But... All right, all right. All right, boys. I didn't have any closing thoughts anyway, so. <laughs> all right. All right, y'all. Figure all something right, out for the end. All right, so uh, Cowboys rounds. I I'm gonna take the Cowboys. 
I'm excited to see what they can do this year. I'm never a big Cowboys fan. I honestly hate – I don't hate the Cowboys. I hate their fans. I think y'all are a little bit obnoxious. Um, but when I, when I look past that, I do see the talent that this offense has. I'm not a huge believer in Dak Prescott, but I, I think he's he's out there to prove himself this year. He's playing for a contract at this point. So I'm really excited to see what he can do with all those weapons out there, especially when he's trying to prove himself. So I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one for sure. All right. All right. What we got? We have Steelers versus the Giants. The Steelers, another hot take, are my pick to win the AFC North this year. Um, oh. They had what was probably the best defense in football second half last year and with the return of Big Ben to spark that offense. I think if healthy, he can be the X factor to put this team over the top. Uh, the Giants have Daniel Jones and they suck. So I'm going to go with uh, the Steelers in this one. Yeah, pretty yeah. uh, pretty standard. Uh, I like it. Uh, the, the Giants did struggle a lot of times to put up points on the board. They struggled against New England's defense last year, which is like secondary happy. They also have a good pass rush, the Steelers, into Fitzpatrick and Joe Hayden in secondary. So, yeah, I got Steelers too, man. Good defense. I don't know if they're going to win the AFC North because, you know, that Baltimore team. The Browns, but, man. Just can't sleep on the Browns. <laughs> can't sleep on the Browns, man. There you go. <laughs> What's good, Bobby? Um, obviously, you already know. I'm gonna have to agree with both of y'all. Um, Steelers are gonna take this game, but I gotta ask how how many yards is Saquon gonna have? This guy's arguably the best running back in the league, and he needs to get out of New York. Uh, that Steelers defense is pretty stacked, man. Like, yep, they're, they're gonna ride Saquon. Either way, I, I uh. I compared uh, Saquon Barkley before to a guy like Ricky Williams. He started his, his career out on a very bad team, and he kept going to different bad teams, and they, they just ran him into the ground. Um, Saquon Barkley, obviously, is a running back, and uh, their time is limited in the NFL, especially if the team relies on them so much. Uh, he needs to get out of there and fast. Um, I could see him. Uh, I can see him on like a team like the Packers, honestly. Hmm. After they lose, Aaron, after they lose Aaron Rodgers to the Bears, right? <laughs> and after Aaron Jones walks away, that's crazy. Yeah, we're well, running back. I at mean, this point are all rentals. So. Yeah. I if I was the coach, honestly, I'd I'd like to get two top tier running backs, and just and split the difference. That's what the Packers did. <laughs> that's what the Browns did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it could, it could happen. It could happen. Um, I, I think it's just smart, honestly, not paying court. Like they're paying Camaro. They just paid Henry. They paid Elliott. Like I don't think it's smart. I think these college running backs are insane, and they're dirt cheap. Yeah, I've always, so, I've always just thought since the beginning, man, because the Bears always used to. I mean, they had Forte for a long time, right? But oh yeah, there was yeah. years where Forte would get hurt and. We would just have some scrub, Khalil Bell, you know, Jeremy Langford, Kadeem Carey. Go, go for a thousand. Yeah, they come into the game and they just go off for 100 yards just out of nowhere. And it's just like ever since I saw that, it was just like, yeah, it's probably not a good idea to pay running backs, especially now that the passing game is so important. Like, And there's just like running backs are a dime a dozen, man. Like it's just not worth it. It, yeah. it really isn't. 
Um, Some yeah. dude played like in South Indiana going for like 1,200 yards in a season. Right, man, look <laughs> at Tariq Cohen went to North Carolina A&T. Like, <laughs> and this dude was eating his rookie year. Like, even, so? if you, even if you only get production for a year or two, like, it's worth it taking a waiver on a guy in the fifth round from a small school. Like, yeah, it doesn't even matter. Um, but, yeah, moving on from that one, I think the last matchup we have – Titans Broncos. Hopefully, I didn't miss any. Um, That's the one. That's the money pick. Yeah, Tennessee Titans with a Cinderella story of last year making a surprising run in the playoffs on the back of Derrick Henry and a solid defense. The Broncos, on the other hand, have one of the only real home field advantages with no fans provided by that Denver altitude. All right, so they can They they also come out with a solid defense and a quarterback that I really like in Drew Locke. Um, Sam, you said this was your lock. Yes. Which way are you uh, leaning towards in this one? 100% the Titans. It's minus – I got it at minus one and a half. If you can get it under minus three, minus two and a half, minus two, you take it all day, every day. Von Miller is hurt. He is the pass rush. I know they have Casey, and then what's his name came back from a torn ACL. I feel like he's still going to take a little bit of time to come up. They lost their best cornerback. I, I, I think Drew Lux have a decent game, but they're going to run that ball, and Clowney is going to get to lock. I think that's the lock of the day. They're going to pound that ball all day with Derrick Henry, especially after they just paid him. Yeah, for sure. Titans all day. Bobby, what you got on this one? I definitely have the Titans, too. Um, I like Derrick Henry. He reminds me of, uh, of a guy like, like, like Marion Barber. I don't know if y'all remember him from the Cowboys. From the Bears? Yes, <laughs> Did he play with the Bears? He played for the Bears his last season. Hey, he was tough, though, man. When he was with the Cowboys. You don't remember uh, he did that backflip? I think so. He oh, it on his face. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, I don't. I need to look that up. I need no, to look, look that up. Look it up right now because that shit is hilarious. Oh, let me check this out. Let me check this out. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, he scored a touchdown. I don't remember what team. It was like week three. I th- his legs just gave out. Huh? Nah, like he just didn't complete the backflip, man. He just didn't have it in him no more, like. I remember they didn't even show it on TV. They showed the replay afterwards. No. Here it is. 15 seconds. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, he kind of he, – he didn't he didn't hurt himself. So that's good. But he looked oh, like a Oh, yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> oh, you see, he didn't hurt himself, right? Oh, no. At least he didn't hurt himself. Yeah, I got the Titans in that one, too. Um, you guys have anything else on that before we move into just going into NBA before we get out of here? All day. Titans all day. Lock. Lock of the week. Lock. That's the lock. That's the lock. That's the lock. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I saved lock. that one for that. Wait. Okay, wait, wait. Melvin Gordon, though. Tell me what you think about him. How is he going to uh, play this year? Is he going to uh, secure a starting spot? Is he going to be the backup? Like, what, what's going to happen? Cause I think it's funny that you just said that. That you, you said you should get two elite running backs. Or two good running backs, and that's exactly what the Broncos are going to do, especially with a young quarterback. Uh, just run the ball day with Melvin Gordon and then Lindsey. Um, but that being said, I still think the Titans are a better team. Uh, but I think I think Melvin Gordon's going to have a good season. Uh, so is Lindsey. But is he, good seasons, not great seasons. Is he going to stay in Denver, or is he going to is he going to move? He just signed with Denver, so he's going to stay in Denver. Philip are Lindsay you, might have to leave. Them. Are you drafting either of those guys in fantasy? I have Melvin Gordon in one round only because he was a value pick. I got him, like, at the end of the fifth or sixth. So, I had to get him because uh-huh. at that point, I had to. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. I got Melvin Gordon one of mine, too. Okay. Now, is that why you're asking? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I, like, <laughs> what, what, I like Melvin Gordon coming out of college. He had a good uh, couple. I felt like he had a good. He killed it with the with the Chargers years. for sure. He he had oh, some yeah. injury issues, but he was he was eating with the Chargers. It, that yeah. was one of those guys I wanted to. I, I think the Cowboys were gonna pick him up, but the Chargers ended up picking him up. It was either him or Gurley. I can't remember, but uh, I wanted one of them really bad. I think it was Gurley. Honestly, Gurley ended up. I don't know. He ended up coming a lot, a lot sooner than than what I expected, but whatever. All right. Um, we'll go into NBA. Uh, where could we start? The series is that's over. Miami and Milwaukee. Uh, shout out to Jimmy Butler, man. They. That team, he has them working out awesome. There's, I know the Bucks lost Giannis for the last couple of games there. They honestly look better without Giannis. And we could start that debate at this point. Uh, just, you know, sports media doesn't have a lot to talk about. So uh, we, we we could get that going. Uh, are the Bucks better without Giannis? I no. Don't think the, I don't think the Bucks are better without <laughs> no. Giannis. All right, so next question. Um <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Uh, what do you think? Uh, we just saw. Uh, well, we saw Miami move on, right? That was four-one uh, in the series, right? Um, yeah. Right. But yeah, they're they're gonna be looking at who we just saw win uh, against Toronto and Boston in the yeah, conference finals. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to talk about that Boston Toronto series. Hold on, let me talk about this this Bucks series really quick though. I, I'm I I felt like the the Heat were gonna beat the Bucks because I like their ball movement. I actually have them going to the finals. But let me just say this: I did not think that they were gonna beat them in five games. If somebody would have said, "Hey, the Heat in five games," I would have said, "You're crazy. They're gonna go to seven at least." And uh, if somebody was gonna tell me that Giannis was gonna get hurt, and that was when the Bucks were gonna win one of them, like that <laughs> would yeah. Let me just say this. Giannis is going to a different team. Most likely, not, I don't know, hopefully hopefully not the Warriors, but he's going to go to a different team. Okay. Uh, so, Giannis confirmed that he said he's staying in Milwaukee. That could uh, be no, win, next year. Win. Next year. No, he for said win. Yeah, because they, they asked him about next year. He said that recently, like uh, yeah. after he got eliminated. They asked him if he was going to leave Milwaukee. He said no chance. But they did ask him if he was going to leave next year. So I think that was an interesting thing to look at. I see what you're saying. Because he so has he one, still leave after. Yeah, because yeah. he still has one year left on his deal. So I think what he was saying was, "I'm not gonna ask for a trade next year." Where would you? Where would if he if he were if he were to go to a different team in two years from now? Where would you see this guy going? I think he should go uh, two hours down south, man. Come to Chicago. You know, we'll treat him right here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But where would he fit? Where would he fit? Honestly, he could fit Golden anywhere. State. But, but where, where would he like this guy? You Golden could see State. him. Golden State. All right. So you have Golden 100%. State. You can't play that defense on him with Golden State. You can't hit the paint. Curry and Clay will kill you. Yeah. They will absolutely murder you. They can't. And so he would literally be getting a one-on-one with anybody he wanted. So it'd be just. It wouldn't be fair at that point. You clock the lane, cool, Clay. You hey, clock the lane, uh, cool. Screen Curry. Let me just say this. I'd like to see him on the Rockets. I mean, am I the only person that thinks Ooh. that? No, that would be insane. So you would take out Westbrook, right? And he would run the same role as Westbrook. And yeah. So that, yeah. I, yeah. I, no, I, I agreed with you what you're saying. And then at that point, he could be your at he could be playing your five on defense. Or if you know, if they wanted to, if they want to keep Westbrook, they could have 
Giannis at the five. That is the perfect. That is the perfect scenario. And then you got PJ Tucker, who's already old as fuck. Find another guy that's like PJ Tucker, or you know, integrate another big man like Clint Capella. Well, I mean, I mean, Giannis would be a great fit for that position. You know how the yeah. how the Rockets run their defense with no yeah. no real center at that. I think Giannis would yeah. be perfect for that. Right, perfect. And then you have PJ Tucker coming off the bench at that point. Like he would whenever Giannis needs a break. Like that's perfect. That, but that's why that's why I was like saying like obviously any 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 player any top ten player play good with the Warriors because they have shooters around them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Rockets I, that would be a fun team to watch Giannis go to. Um, as a Spurs fan, I obviously would like to see him go there. Yeah. As a Bulls fan, you would like to see him go there. I don't know what what fan you are, Sam. I think you're a Spurs fan, First- right? Yeah, I, I go. For, I I like Kawhi, so I go for Kawhi after the Spurs get eliminated. But. Obviously, okay. I think that's a lot of Spurs fans. Um, but yeah, I mean, what's up? What's up? What's the next one? Um, uh, Toronto, Toronto, Boston. Yeah. Oh, Toronto, Boston. Uh, I was surprised that this shit went to seven games. Uh, I think I think uh, the Boston Heat series is gonna be interesting though. Uh, the both teams are really good at ball movement, but I feel like sometimes. Boston relies too much on uh, Jason Tatum, and then it kind of just kind of messes up from there. It's crazy, right? Like, if I would have told you that Boston and Miami were playing in the conference finals this year, like, earlier in the season, you would have thought I was crazy. Like, Yeah. I would have said the same thing. Maybe one of them. Is it 2010? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like this is the most anticipated matchup of the 2012 uh, NBA playoffs. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it's because – this is real basketball. It's not ISO ball like like out west. Obviously, the better teams are out west because yeah. they have better players. But if you want to watch good basketball and you like ball movement, man, you're gonna watch this next series, man. It's gonna be so. Yeah, fun no, ball. this is gonna be one of the better series I think we see in the entire playoffs. And this has been an awesome playoff so far to begin with. I just think you know, Miami, Miami with their ball movement, I think they're insane. They've only lost one game in the playoffs thus far, and they played against Indiana's defense and Milwaukee's defense, who was the number one in the league all year. Um, and they torched both of those teams. Uh, we have Boston coming in. They just went seven games, but realistically, they could have easily gone up 3 nothing and wrapped the series up earlier if, if it wasn't for a, an OG and a newbie game winner uh, with 0.5 seconds left in game three. So – and Boston's just very talented. They have a lot of really good guys on the wings who can shoot and play defense. They have Kemba Walker who he can get you a bucket whenever necessary. They they kind of have uh, – they have Tice at center. They have a couple of those guys at center that they can just kind of plug in there and they can uh, they can do their thing while, while the offense does, does what it does. You know, Brad Stevens runs a pretty good offense out there. There's going to be an awesome series, man, honestly. Like, I, I and it's crazy thinking about it. Like if both LA teams make it to the conference finals, like I think they will. Like I, I honestly feel like I'm gonna be watching Miami and Boston more. Honestly, Miami is really the only team that I've kept up with in this playoff. Like I haven't really watched a lot of other games. Same here. Uh, like like I like I was just saying, the West watching every West game. It's it's difficult for me to watch at least because uh, I'm tired of the ISO ball, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I can't wait till the newer generation of players come out, and um, you know, I'd like to see. I'd like to see what they got, honestly, because I'm tired of seeing LeBron go to the free throw line, dude. It's, <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. 
I I look forward to the. I thought the, the series was really good. It went to seven games, Raptors in Boston. Obviously, you were right. It could have gone three zero, and the series would have been over. But it didn't, and the fact that like the last couple games, it all went down to the wire, and this game even went down to the wire too. I thought it was so good. Two of yeah, the best game teams. six. Game six was one of the better playoff games we've seen in a long time. Period. Yeah, double OT. Kyle Laurie came up big, and in the end it came up sad that Kyle Laurie had a bad uh, foul right now, and then it kind of was like a little bit. It ended up being costing him big, but that was a great series. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Boston Miami. Uh, I will pay attention more to the LA teams, though, on the side, just because I really can't wait for that matchup after, when as soon as it happens. But this year, I think it is going to be fun to watch, and I think Boston's going to win in a close series, either six or seven. Okay. Now that now we wrap that up, let's talk about Fred Van Fleet. Who's going to pay this guy? Because this dude was shooting the lights out again this year. Um, I feel like a team like the Knicks is going to pay them. Yeah, somebody's, like the somebody's yeah. going to give them a show of money. Like, yeah. But is he gonna is he gonna keep performing? That's the thing, because you could get a shitload of money like like a guy like Alan Crabb, you know what I mean? But is he going to actually perform? The thing with Nobody. Alan Crabb is like he Alan Crabb was like a lockdown defender, so even if he wasn't shooting, he still provided something to the team. Uh, I'm sorry, lockdown mm. defender, absolutely not. He could not guard. Kawhi Leonard, he cannot go. Oh, my God. Oh, we're talking you about You know what I mean? Like, I'm uh, he's not like, worth the money, like, right? Like, yeah, yeah I, I see what you're saying. He's not worth the money. He's not the worth no. the money. He's not better than Wesley Matthews, that's for sure. He was never better than Wesley Matthews. Uh, and I would consider yeah. Wesley Matthews a better a perimeter defender. He was a, he was a poor, man's, poor man's Wesley Matthews. You could say and Wesley Matthews isn't even that good. He's just like a role yeah. player coming yeah, off the bench. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just a role player. Just a role player, but he could start on your team. Matthews? Yeah, he should you know start on your team if you're trying to make a championship team. He should. I mean, I consider I consider Wesley Matthews kind of like a shorter Danny Green. Danny That's Green should not be the starter for the Lakers. First of all, how many okay. more? How hey, many more? Hey, mysteries? Four, hey, but four or five years ago, yes, that could have been a good teammate for LeBron because LeBron likes to kick out the ball. Yeah, but yeah, Danny Green. Yeah, he he's he's be, he's de, his best years are definitely behind him. Wesley Even then, he was Wesley Matthews is better than Danny Green. 100% every day of the year. I'll take okay, I'll but take what about with uh, one eye Danny but Green. In, 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 in 2013, 2014, those are his best years, arguably. Uh, Even then, he would go cold. Sorry. So, listen, let, no, me, hop in the, let me hop he in would. the time machine real quick and go back six, seven years. Um, yeah. yeah. While you're at it, go get Dixie <laughs> Kid from there, too. But he, yeah, but he man. Derrick Rose was still in the Bulls. But he also did good last year, too, though. Danny Green. He did good last year helping out Kawhi. He did. I don't know. Actually, you're right. He did. He had a he, good, he had he had good. a revamped season where no, I was. It was as good. A first it wasn't fan. great by no means, but it was good. And then this exactly. year is absolute trash, though. He I don't had, know what happened. He, he had a revamped season, I think, because as a Spurs fan, a lot of people could say, uh, could attest to this. Um, Danny Green would only hit a three if you were down twenty or up twenty. I felt, but he could. He, but he could always. Uh, play defense. That's what. That's why a Spurs fan would like him. He might not be wrong in that. He had a couple of good threes, but I get what you're saying on that 20 thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, I'm over this. I, I fucked Danny Green. <laughs> uh, uh, shout out to Fred Van Fleet. That's how we started this conversation. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, we'll jump into the West now. Um, Clippers Nuggets. I'm gonna hand these. Right I'm, I'm honestly gonna hand these off to to you guys just because. I, I haven't been watching a lot of NBA. You know, 2K came out, so I'm, I've been on that oh, nonstop okay. for the past week. So, How, how are the cool. Clippers in that game? 
It's the same as last year, man. I didn't update no rosters. They finessed you sixty damn dollars. So the Manu Nuggets Ginobili. are playing the Clippers, right? For uh, Manu Ginobili <laughs> add-on. <laughs> they, got, they got Team USA. They got Team oh, USA do? on there. Okay, they got okay. 2012 and 2016 Team USA. Okay. There you go. Wait, what about 92? No. Bullshit. I want it. <laughs> uh, look, Clippers. Man. Clippers. Uh, so the Nuggets won right? today. Yeah, so yeah, it's a three-two series. Yeah. Clippers. And they were down 16. Yeah, at I, heard, one point. I heard they came back and they had some big shots at the end. You know what's crazy? Paul Millsap is the one that brought him back. You, you, did you remember that Paul Millsap was even in Denver? Cause I totally yeah, forgot. Yeah, I love Paul Millsap, man. He's one of those guys that – he's been with Denver for a while now. Like, yeah, they, he has, but he never plays. No. Nah. that young lineup they have now? Yeah, because he, he was a starter at the beginning of the season and even going into the bubble, but I think some guys just stepped up a lot. Yeah, so, uh, and they, they, they gave his minutes to uh, Michael Porter Jr. too, yeah. basically. Because Michael Porter but, oh. was not playing earlier in the season. Yeah. So. And Michael Porter Jr. came up actually real big. Uh, so, anyways, it's 3-2. Uh, I do believe the Clippers are going to close it out next game. They should have closed it out today. Um, and I believe the Lakers are just going to win tomorrow whenever they play. So, it should be a Lakers. Should be Lakers-Clippers. Uh, just keeping it short and simple, honestly. That should be fun to watch. Um, the Clippers, again, I, I don't know, man. Like, on paper, I feel like they have the best team in the league. But, mm-hmm. uh, man, they just can't. I don't know what it is, but they just can't gel with each other. I, I think the Kawhi Paul George uh, duo is uh, right now. I feel like it's failed. It's a failed duo. Um, well, however, this is their first year. Um, Paul George did show up today. I will say that Kawhi Leonard. I feel like he always kind of shows up somehow, some way. He's good yeah. for at least twenty-five plus points a game, except the last game, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, got the supporting cast, Lou Williams has not shown up. Uh, nope. Montrez Harrell, uh, I don't know. I, 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 every time I see him play in the playoffs, it's just like, like what, what happened? What happened to this guy? Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to say I'm gonna say the Clippers are going to close out the series. They should have closed it out today. But, um, yeah, I'd like, to see, I'd like to see the Clippers win this one, the next one. Yeah, I think the the Lakers take this one unless the, you know, we we joked earlier about Denver coming back three one again. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen, but we'll see, man. They're they're still going. Um, onto the other matchup in the West, Lakers and Rockets. James Harden sucks. No argument from here, man. Hey, at this hey. point, no argument from here, man. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck this guy, man. Hey. I thought this guy's gonna win me some money. I think I think think they need to get a big man I'll just say that (laughs) (laughs) It it would behoove them to have someone over Yeah, um, (laughs) let me just say this I think they should I think Clint Capella should should have been out there Instead of uh, PJ Tucker I, I get why with, uh, where's, where's Clint Capella at now? Is, is he with Atlanta? Atlanta? Yeah. He's probably like yeah. with Sacramento or someone dumb like that. <laughs> <laughs> but why, man? Like, that's, like I saw that it, and I'm it, like, dude. They it, are the reason why good everybody team. has to be a three-point shooter. That's, that's the point. That's why they brought in Westbrook. So that whenever he kicks it out, everybody should be a three-point shooter. So that's why I'm saying it'd be cool if they brought Jonathan. Or if they switch that rollout for like someone like Porzingis who can play defense on the five and then shoot threes. 
Hey, but, yeah. Imagine this, dude. I'm just playing. I'm playing a general manager over here, dude. But Sam had a bio. Sam had a bio to the Rockets would actually be a pretty good pickup too, if they could do that. I think could pull that off because he's a fast center. Yeah, and I think I was thinking actually, about. Yeah, I was thinking about what you were saying last time about Bam. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's. No, no, uh, he's not. No, no, he's not. Uh, he's I think not he's part anywhere. of that. I think he's ingrained in that Miami Heat culture. I was watching a video of uh, it was it was him, Jimmy, and Tyler Hero on Slam. And yep. uh, Bam out of bio made a joke about like, yeah, like these are my youngins. Like they came into my system. I taught them the ropes and shit like that. Like, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think Bam's going anywhere. I think he has a, a different camaraderie with those guys. I think uh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm just, I'm just pretending like I'm on 2K and I'm playing association mode. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, if I'm a Rockets GM, I'd get like a guy like Bam out of bio on my team because this dude could shoot. He's fast. He's strong. Um, might, that, might do that, that myself this year, man. I might, I might uh, rebuild the Rockets. Because they need it. <laughs> they need it in the front court, dude. The front court is atrocious, but their back court is, is pretty, pretty, pretty good. And then uh, Daniel House, uh, they lost him going into this game. Uh, y'all saw what happened with him. It was uh, he, he let one of the COVID-19 testing officials into his hotel room. Uh, All right, you, you know what I'm going to say about this, man. Yeah. A COVID nineteen testing official, right? Mm-hmm. That's the most. That's probably the cleanest person you would want to uh, do something with, right? Yeah. I would think. So, why he was uh, kicked out of the NBA bubble is uh, pretty ridiculous to me. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could argue that they're pretty clean. You could also argue that, like, you know, they are testing a bunch of people every day. Uh, obviously, they should be taking the right precautions, but. I could see the NBA just looking at that and being like, yeah, we had rules. Like, we have to make an example out of this guy. They're about to kick, get kicked out anyway. So, yeah, uh, the Lakers are going to win against the Rockets. Uh, sure. I think the Rockets just kind of ran out of gas at this point. They've kind of been playing every other day since the playoffs started. Uh, they went seven games in the first round completely unnecessarily, and I think that's that's what is going to do them in. I think they're just, they're just out of gas at this point. James Hart is out there flopping up a storm, scoring 16 out of his 21 points from the free throw line. Like, made two field goals the last game. Like, it's just the, – they're out of gas, man. That's all I can say about the Rockets. And we see it every year, and I said it was going to happen, and it happened. So, here we are. Shout-out to James Harden. He'll be back at the strip clubs in no time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me let me ask y'all something though, real quick, because um, there's been a lot of people that com- try to compare Kobe Kobe Bryant to James Harden. Kike, I want I want your reasoning why James Harden is not Kobe Bryant. You really asking me this question right now? Absolutely. Like... <laughs> cause I, I know you're you and I are uh, been very critical over James Harden's game, but um... there's there's. A lot of comparisons that some analysts like to make, and I'm just like, that doesn't make sense to me. Because James Harden doesn't play nearly as great a defense as Kobe Bryant played. James Harden doesn't have that same killer mentality that Kobe had. I think James Harden, you know, kind of, he's he's more of a. I think we saw Kobe had more of a tough, like you know, he he was uh, very fundamentally sound, but he was very tough in his game. Like he was very, he would go up strong a lot. Uh, Great mid range. Yeah, you know, he, he fought he fought for those mid-range shots. Like, he created space, like, with his body and stuff like that. I think with James Harden, we see a lot of uh, step backs. We see a lot of Euro steps. We see a lot of, you know, 
flailing in the paint. Um, I just don't think their games really compare at all, honestly, other than the yeah. fact that they could both put up 30 on any given night. Like, they really don't have similar games. And James Harden is probably a better passer than than Kobe was. I'll give him yeah, that. Yeah, he is. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, yeah, Kobe was on another level, man. He didn't need yeah. to, he, he didn't need I'm, to score twenty of his points from the free throw line. He could. I'm actually I'm actually interested to see this. Uh, I, I wish I would have done some notes on this. Um, but I'm interested to see their usage rating between the both of them. I feel like James Harden's usage rating from when I used to watch Kobe, I felt like they did more ball movement in that triangle offense. Like obviously Kobe was gonna be the one to have the ball in clutch moments, but and that was the point. That was the point of the triangle because uh, when they brought the, um, I was actually reading uh, Sam Smith's uh, Jordan rules. Yeah. Um, they were talking about when they brought in Phil Jackson to run the triangle offense because Jordan could obviously do whatever he wanted on the court, but they needed to control him just a little bit. Right. Um, yeah, because Jordan, there was one year before they hired Phil Jackson where he was running a point guard for like 20 games. And this dude was, like, averaging a triple-double in that span. Exactly, like, yep. And and I think Phil Jackson, the way he saw it was, we need to get everybody involved so they're not just focused on Jordan and then we have nothing else to work off of after that. Like, so, yeah, that, that's kind of what the point of that is. Obviously, you have, the, you have to have the superstar in that triangle. We saw the Knicks when they tried to do that shit and it didn't work. Well, uh, but, but you also got to take this into account with the Knicks, that Knicks team. They had no weapons. All right, man. You got to chill out on D-Rose, right? Come on, dude. Carmelo, <laughs> Carmelo and D-Rose. D-Rose was – I mean, I, he had a, a few good games, but his, his field goal percentage was not very good. You need – with that triangle offense, you need a guy like, like James Harden, like a guy you, like Kobe, like, like a guy You could like, shit on James Harden every day, right? But once you start talking about D-Rose, we don't have some problems over here. Uh, no, but you know, look, look you know, he, he, was less than, he, was than, he was less than 400 for, for field goal percentage. Probably, right? yeah. I think uh, he averaged like 17 points that year, which was like probably his low at the time. Yeah, yes. but um, I think the triangle could be reintegrated into this league. And it'd be – It'd be it'd be fun to watch because I like again the triangle, the triangle would be awesome to see if the the Rockets ran it. I just you know yeah. Dan Tony's never gonna run some shit like that. It's oh hell no. Yeah. Anyone, I don't know. And, but Dan Tony, I will say this: Dan Tony's uh, playbook is interesting. Dan Tony, they I need think... to get his ass out of Houston, bro. I'm, I'm done seeing Dan Tony's offense there. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like I think yeah. I think he has to be gone if they want to actually win something at some point. But I, let's just say this, though. D'Antoni, though, he is a brilliant mind on offense. Oh, um, yeah. One of the better offensive guys we have in the league. I just don't think it's going to work for that team. I don't think right. it works for men, most teams, but it's definitely not working for this one. Like, like for example, the Knicks, when they had uh, Carmelo, they had – who else? They had uh, Raymond Felton. They had Tyson Chandler. J. He did a good Smith. job with that team. J.R. Smith, yep. And then even with Phoenix, right, uh, they were – they just got they got unlucky with the Spurs and the Lakers every season. Uh, they were definitely the third best team in that uh, conference every year. They just could never get over that hump. Dan Tony I feel like it's, is a brilliant basketball mind. He just man, he could never he could never get over that hump. What what's up, Sam? I feel like it's not unlucky. I feel like that's just maybe that's just as far as like that system can go. Because the same thing happened when you were in New York. The farthest they went was 
they played in game seven against Indiana. And then Indiana lost to Miami in that, yeah. that year. Um, and then with, they went, went with, with Phoenix, you know, it was always, you know, they had a great, great regular season and they would always lose to, like you said, San Antonio and LA. So it's kind of just like, maybe this is as far as the system can go. Yeah, I mean, like, you, know, you could also make that argument. Like, obviously, I, I'm against the D'Antoni system. Like, that's that's uh, clear from what I've said already. But make the argument that with Houston, he lost to Golden State. You know, that was one of the greater teams ever put together, those, those Golden State teams. Uh, oh, yeah. That was just kinda, it just that. It's just like D'Antoni kind of just runs into walls every every season. Yeah. So, yeah, you could always make that argument. I just – I just don't think it's going to work there in Houston. So, so here's the thing, too. Um, he's never gotten stuck with a once-in-a-generational player. Steve Nash, he did win two, two MVPs in that, 20, in that 2000 uh, era. But he was never that guy that was better than Tim Duncan or more dominant than Shaq or better than Kobe Bryant or better than T-Mac. You know what he I mean? He literally got the same player again. Steve Nash was like a top six player. It's the same thing with James Harden. So he literally got the same player again. Exactly. And even Carmelo. Carmelo was a good player. Don't get me wrong. But Carmelo's like a top just, ten player. Yeah. I see what you said back then anyways. Yeah. But a once in a generational player is a guy like Tim Duncan or a guy like Shaq. LeBron. Or, yeah. or a guy like LeBron. You know what I mean? Or Kobe. It's but those just, are insanely hard too. You know? It, Unless yes, you're failing, you get it, both. I feel like I feel like I feel like Mike D'Antoni, like I said, he's he's always been unlucky. He could never get that once-in-a-generational player. But it's really hard to get one of those. Only, like, I feel like very certain coaches get those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, exactly. yeah, I, I do feel like he just has run into bad luck. A game seven against Golden State where maybe if Chris Paul is healthy, they win. Or if they don't, you know, go 10 for 40 and 3.9 or whatever the fucking stats were. Anyways, uh, enough with D'Antoni. Yep. I guess I'll see you next um, year or someone else. Yep. Uh, <laughs> off of, you know, so we still got some NBA stuff on the list. Uh, Billy Donovan got uh, – they they mutually agreed to part ways there with Oklahoma City. Man, do I want to see Billy Donovan coaching the Bulls. That'd be I know, nice. I know I say it about everybody, but this, this just seems like the perfect fit right now. Like, that's all I got to say about that. Kind of well, trying to get out of here at this point. We're, we've been running for a, a while now, so – yeah, hey, John Paxson, I don't know if he's going to do that, though, man. Oh, well, John Paxson's not uh, our GM anymore. Who is it? You can it's uh, the guy that uh, – he was the one that you said last week when he was representing us in the draft, Arturis Kernishevis. Oh, that that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I think John Paxson's still in the organization, though. Like, they wanted to keep him on the payroll, but he's, oh, okay. not, uh, he's definitely not our GM anymore. I don't think he has any say in player personnel anymore. <laughs> Fire guard Pax okay. work, that campaign. Shout out to Chicago, man. We went strong. We had a billboards and All Star Weekend. That shit was trending for no reason during the All Star game. Like we we did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, you y'all, y'all y'all are taking some steps. You're uh, big steps, man. <laughs> All right. Shout what's out to Billy Donovan. Yeah. What's next? Um, we had the Richard Jefferson and Giannis thing. We could talk about that since the Bucks are out. We won't have another chance to talk about it. Uh, Richard Jefferson said uh, he made a bold statement, said that maybe Giannis is more of a Pippen than a Kobe. Uh, I mean, more of a Pippen than a Jordan. Uh, Pippen took offense to that. Um, 
we saw him respond. I don't really remember what he said, but I know Pippen was a baller. Let's just let's just say that. Too. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, uh, Scotty Pippen responded, "I'm not Giannis. I have I don't have back to back league MVPs. He will in a matter of days, and he's not me. The question is, who were you as a player?" Yeah, that's right. Hey, Richard Jefferson. Uh, Richard, Richard Jefferson. I felt like he was one of those guys that was a flash in the pan. Um, he was very talented with the Nets in Milwaukee. He kind of uh, he kind of never showed up with the Spurs. Uh, obviously, yeah, he won his championship in Cleveland. He he played his role. Um, was he was he on the Spurs that year that they drafted Kawhi? I think. Uh, I think he was, or it might have been the year after Kawhi came, and then Richard Jefferson was gone. Because yeah, I remember they had Stephen Jackson. Yeah, that um, was some, that and was he was he game. was the starter Kawhi's rookie year, and I think he. So then he smashed Tim Duncan. He smashed Tim Duncan's wife or some shit, allegedly, and uh, they released him randomly. Thought that was weird. Uh, I don't. First <laughs> off, let me just say this: I don't think that happened. I don't think it happened either, but I think I heard that somewhere. I don't know if I'm putting uh, somebody's business out there, but <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it happened. Maybe it didn't. But yeah, because his release was a little interesting to me, like because they just kind of got rid of him. I thought so he was hooping. We 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 all know. I I think everybody's probably heard the up and up and smoke podcast, right? Yeah, all the smoke. Yeah, all the smoke. All the smoke. It, yeah. All the smoke. I love it too, man. It, it's good. Uh, He's talked about it before, and I feel like him and Tony Parker's relationship was the reason why mm. he didn't get to stay in San Antonio, which is which is kind of sad because they could have won the championship. Yeah, and I know he always talks about him and Pop like they had a great relationship. Like, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's just weird. It is a weird dynamic. It is a weird dynamic. Um, they could have won. Let me just say this. They could have won in 20, 2012 against uh, the Thunder. They were contending that year. But it was Tony Parker's fault. I'm I'm with Captain Jack all the way. But go ahead, next one. Um, I don't know if we got anything else, man. Sam, you don't got anything on the. Um, not a, not I mean, a, not a Jordan. He's a Pippin. Dude, I I just think you you kind of get paid a lot to make like those kind of statements and stuff, but you're gonna get bit on one of those eventually. You know, mm-hmm. you got bit pretty hard. Uh, Giannis is not. By no means a Pippin. I feel like he's just a Batman looking for a Robin. Um, I mean, we saw that Chris Middleton decided to play like a fucking great, like greatest second guy of all time after oh, Giannis got hurt. So I was like, well, it would have been great if you were playing like that, you know, when you both were on the floor. But I don't know. I do feel like Giannis is going leave a walk and find his Robin. So wherever that may be. Uh, so uh, I think we just wrap it up right here. Um, I think we talked about everything. Unless you guys have anything that we may have missed, you guys could go through. I'm good. Go through your phones or something. Maybe maybe there's something to bring up really quick. Giannis to Houston in two years. Got to happen. And, Let's speak it into existence. And Aaron Rodgers to the Bears in the same time. Yeah, uh, Milwaukee, <laughs> uh, Wisconsin is losing all their superstars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I know we usually have Angel have his closing thoughts. I was going to say some stuff other than that, but I, I stumbled upon something else. Uh, so I'm going to take over the closing thoughts right now. Travis Scott, he uh, collabed with McDonald's. He got a burger out there now. Shit, shit gave me the bubble goods, right? But um, aside from that, I I thought that was something that was amazing to see. That's something that we've never really seen before. 
someone that, you know, from the hip hop, you know, from the music industry, someone like Travis Scott, who's done all these collaborations with Jordan, you know, he, he had a Fortnite, like he's, he just has his hand in like every single piece of like culture that we have today. And it's like to see him have his own meal at McDonald's is just kind of insane. Like, I think it's just crazy to think about that. We're seeing, we're seeing someone like this who, you know, we, we, we saw Travis Scott coming up. You get me? And to see, to see him, you know, from go from having nobody in his stands to, you know, I saw him at headlining Lollapalooza. I saw him headlining ACL that same year. You know, he dropped it's the number lit. one album. Like, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Travis Scott, man. I, I, I love the guy. I think he's one of the, I said this before and I, I kind of backtracked on it recently because some of his music recently hasn't, hasn't been the greatest, but at, at one point in time, I felt like this dude was the best guy, like the best, he was the best at making music for a little bit. Like that was just, a, that was just, there was a span he was good of, yeah, there was a span of two, three years where just like everything that he dropped was just like, it was like, damn near flawless like if you go back and listen to those songs like yeah like the production on them was amazing and the last two albums are great though yeah that's what i'm saying like yeah. astro world kind of like lost a little bit of luster with me personally i don't know if you guys agree with that but uh i still go back to birds and birds is something that they say is not even mm-hmm. one of his greatest albums and uh rodeo is amazing to front to back also yeah, rodeo is a good album that's days, that's my days, favorite one. days before rodeo was also phenomenal like that mixtape um but yeah i just wanted to shed some light on that mcdonald's meal i think that's awesome mcdonald's also got spicy nuggets coming next week so uh they about to get blown up i saw some kid <laughs> trying to sell uh travis scott burger for like three bands on stock eggs too thought that was funny yeah it is kind of funny but you know the gotta respect the hustle is, um that burger will last you 100 years because oh, <laughs> Yeah. That meat, that meat does not go bad, man. Let me so tell I just, you. so I just cop it and stash it. You could, you could, honestly. It'll just, <laughs> Undo it. Undo it'll just it. smell like a stale burger. So, so okay, so this weekend I'm gonna go buy a uh, Travis Scott <laughs> meal and a uh, Kobe edition 2K21. Uh, yes. So I, could, so I could just stash both of those in the back of my closet somewhere. Do it. Right. Don't you do it. That's, that's my lock of the week. If you buy <laughs> if you buy a Travis Scott burger and a Kobe Bryant 2K21, those will sell for for uh, exorbitant amounts in years, years into the future. Uh, lock of the week for me. Uh, <laughs> all right. We're, we're, we're just going to get out of here. Do uh, you guys have anything to say before we get out or we just wrap this up? And Y'all have a good week. Have a good weekend. Uh, go Tampa. Enjoy Sunday. Don't drink too much. Don't drink and drive. Y'all have a great weekend, man. Yeah, same here. Uh, shout out to George Castillo, our winner of our giveaway at the beginning of this uh, probably two-hour long episode at this point. Uh, thank you guys for supporting thank you guys for listening uh go bears yeah